0: Yo, this is another episode of Sit Down with Slim. I've been doing a little bit of traveling lately, but, you know, I still had to deliver my episode for the week. Um, I was in Atlanta, Georgia for a couple of days, and I linked up with a very special guest, uh, my dog, Brian Andrews. Um, from where I'm at in Augusta, Georgia, he was a very popular athlete out there, and now he's a very successful entrepreneur so it was only right we did an episode about entrepreneurship I've been waiting to do this topic for a little while so I was actually really excited to sit down and talk to another entrepreneur about this topic and it turned out really good man I hope y'all enjoy this episode man so let me get up out of here and start running my mouth (laughs) and let y'all hear it dang dog! I don't even know where to start um I got a million and one questions for you though so right, i All want right. to start uh college bro yeah let's start there
1: college college what about it? you well so i went to lehigh uh university i was in pennsylvania crazy mm-hmm. crazy decision uh, it turned out i actually only went up there because it was a it was a free trip that they offered to fly my whole family up there <laughs> i had no i ain't never heard it at school and uh they hit me up and I was like, "Y'all want to go?" And everybody was like, "Bet it's free." We in there so, just for a visit. Yeah, they flew, they flew you out for a visit. They flew my whole family for the, whoever I named that was in my family. They they came with me for a weekend. um Flew me up there, showed me around houses, fed us the whole whole nine yards. And like I said, it was supposed to be just a, a free trip. Went up there, campus was beautiful, man. And, uh, <laughs> the diversity around the area was great, but they how they got me. When I went there, it wasn't uh, it was during the time when when the students was there.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So they showed me the whole thing. And it was hot, man, because, you know, I was in the mountains, so yeah. snow and all that. So they took me there, fell in love with it, man. First week, I, I started football camp. I called was ready to come home. Why? And I was like, man, this Cause is Because you was out there crazy. in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come in, you see the students, you saw – Found out it was gonna get cold up here the whole nine yards. I was like, oh no, nah, y'all gotta send me back.
0: Yeah, they First treat winter, you. First winter,
1: I had no. They gave you a full before. ride, though. They gave no, no. So how they did it back then, because it was part of the Ivy and Patriot League, mm-hmm. right? So it's in the same league with like the Harvard, the Brown, yeah, all that. Um, so what they do, they 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 supplement it athletically, and then they come fill you the rest with academic scholarship. Oh, so that's okay, how you okay. get to that. Floor, yeah. right? So it ain't like a, if you went to Georgia or something, you're all athletic. So you still got to keep your grades up to keep your uh, mm-hmm. the scholarship from that. But, yeah, man, it was Being crazy. Being good standards yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. What made you pick uh,
0: football over basketball? Which one was your true passion?
1: Man, hands down, every, I get that question a lot. The basketball is hands down still my, my first love. Um, for me, it was I, – I looked at it a different way it, from – basketball, football, um, which one I was going to pick. I, I knew what it could provide you or the opportunities it could uh, mm-hmm. make available to you. Um, and that's, that's what I wanted. I wanted what the sports could bring me in terms of lifestyle, being able to take care of my family past down. Okay. So you was what more I, focused on you know school saying? than actual sports. Right, right, right. That's rare. I, I was focused on getting in the door and then, Hey, if I, once I get in the door academically or whatever the case may be athletically, um, didn't go for obviously yeah i had the the whole aspirations nfl nba the whole thing yeah um but how i looked at it, a lot of people go because of the, the fame and things I, I i wanted that because of what it could provide me yeah um and so how i came up on this school was they, they presented it to me a whole different way than most schools do it's the most most athletic visits and stuff you go they they lay it out and say hey this is how you're gonna get to the league this is what we done did yeah right This school came to me, laid two sheets of paper down, and said, either way, you still going to make this amount of money. So you can come here, and you're going to get it regardless.
0: Oh, that was a good recruiter. You know what I'm
1: saying? (laughs) So that was a whole different
0: And I already know your family was looking at it like, oh, okay. uh, Yeah, exactly. It
1: was different. So when you saw the zeros and they laid them down, you was like, Oh, okay. So regardless, I'm gonna be straight. Yeah, you actually care about my livelihood. Exactly. And yeah. Uh, what, see, I that? had a
0: um, I had one of my homeboys uh, that I met in Germany on my podcast, and he played football for UNC. Okay. And he was talking about it like he didn't even want to hear anybody talk about academics when he went to school. Right, right. <laughs> he was like, "I'm right. trying to go to the league, and that's it." Right, right. <laughs> and, and
1: see, I, I didn't care so much about, it, I, but I care. I knew I wanted to make a, a, a lot of money. Yeah. Right. So, I knew, hey, I wanted to be able to provide. I wanted to be able to do all this. Um, And so, that's what I care. I didn't care about that. You tell me how much money any of these degrees going to make. And you tell me how much – I know how much people in the league make it. So, when they laid that out, either way, it was like – well you can't go wrong no matter what happened right so what'd you major in? that's what i did i started off in computer electrical engineering mm-hmm. and then i switched to just electrical engineering
0: <laughs> engineering so bro yeah. when i went to college um i had got my associate's degree in in business business administration yeah. went to georgia southern and i was going to do engineering i was going to nuclear engineering yeah and uh, the counselor sat me down and showed me all the classes you had to take. And he was like, "Well, if you do it this way, you'll finish in two years." Yeah. And he was like, "You do it this way, which is the, is the way I recommend. It'll take you three years." Yeah. And I was, I started scratching my head. I was like, "What if I just continue my business degree?" <laughs> 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 and he was like, "That's what I really recommend." <laughs> I was like, "Bruh, I'm just gonna finish my business degree because engineering is." that's tough it's a beast that's why i always i always salute y'all that 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 go to school for that
1: yeah it's a beast it's a beast and then i I, later on i I saw the value of the business degree so i went and got that later on but the engineering hands down out of the the whole time i was there i was it was only two other engineers Mm -hmm. that was playing ball at the same time and then it was one other black dude who even went down the engineering path while i was there yeah uh, so it was rare, and even from the standpoint of, like, counselors and stuff, like, yo, they went to my parents, like, yo, you, I don't, pretty much, I don't think he gonna be able to do this kind of thing. Because, um, obviously, the odds stacked up against us as, as yeah. black minorities and all that kind of stuff. I already know how that goes. Yeah, so they, they you know, the politic, and they tried to, so that was a big fallout as well, but, man, it was no joke. No <laughs> joke, man.
0: But you made it through and graduated. Man, though.
1: made it through. Made it through. Crazy thing. My pops told me, yo, you got one year to just mess up, like, go crazy, party, do whatever you got to do. You got a full year doing that. Man, I, when I said I took full advantage. <laughs> was, you, yo, uh, was that your freshman yo, year? Yo, I ain't waste no time. Freshman year. <laughs> when I say I went out every single night, I'm talking about before a game, after the game, I, I went out. When I did the whole you thing. You kept your grades though? No. Not even <laughs> close. Not even close, man. I'm talking about I had like a one, if I remember right, it was like a one eight, one seven. Dang. Uh, I had that don't pit- sound like you because
0: I know in high school, man. you was like, what, 3.8? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Man, when I say I had to petition to stay in school, the whole nine yards. And he looked at me, hey, he, he was like, uh, that was it. So you got to figure it out. So, man, I struggled. I had to try to build up my whole GPA from then on, man, all the way through. I'm talking about afternoon classes summer school you was able to stay nice in that thing. school though you, oh, yeah, you didn't have yeah. to do any transfers no no nope, nope. so what i did was i mean you, i had to go to start doing summer school so every every year whether i came to august i came to augusta one year and did summer school at Augusta state mm-hmm. that was back when they was in Augusta state too and uh i did that and then uh when i was up there i would just do summer school here and there every summer take one or two classes and yeah catch back up
0: a lot of people do that they go to uh asu yeah. And, and uh boost their gpa yeah yeah but are those
1: classes really that easy man they, they it's it's a it's it's just, what it really differs is the amount of kids in it because you oh okay and and while went you walking in dude it's a 100 kids in here so this teacher ain't got no time to to talk to you and it's like every man for themselves like pay attention to get left behind yeah. kind of thing um and then when you came that got to Augusta state you in the room and it's like a it's like a high school classroom again, yeah you know what i'm saying so, that's
0: how i felt too i went to uh gmc before i went to georgia southern and it was the same way. It was like 20 kids in the class. Yeah. The teacher was one-on-one with every student in the class. I actually liked that. Yeah, so yeah. when I got to Georgia Southern, it's like 60 to 80 kids in each class. I was like, I ain't too much feeling yeah. this. And so every time I did get a class that had like 20 kids, I was like, okay, yeah, this yeah, is better.
1: Exactly. And for real, for real, I don't think I would've made it through engineering if it didn't go like that. Cause once you got into the, like deep into your degree, mm-hmm. you you looking at like 12 kids, 15 other students with you. so. It becomes real, real hands on. You know, the teacher is a personal basis, like yeah. cell phone on the whole nine yards. You ain't never um, want to give up on that degree? Man, I thought about switching because we had to decide our sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get what they do, they give you like a little taste of it right before you got to make your decision. And uh, I had thought about switching to business. Uh, and then I went down, sat with the counselor again. Them same two pieces of paper they handed me at the beginning, <laughs> they laid them drinks back out, and they was like, this is what you want, right? Yeah. I, saw the, I was like, yeah, that's how much. How was so, you doing was in like, sports oh. at that time? But I was doing good because when I, when I first got there, um, I was one of the, it was me and one other guy who was uh, like getting ticked, like playing immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so how I came in, how I described the other people, and they like, dang, how you came in and started playing right away, the... The level of speed in Georgia, and then you go up north, is totally different. Like down south, the speed of football is at a much faster pace. Yeah. When you go up. and vice versa, basketball, right? So you go up there and play basketball, they had a whole different level at the same age in basketball versus mm-hmm. down here, um, Just because, you know New York, they got the guards, they don't have they don't have all the their ball handling and stuff like that. So the speeds was real different. So I adjusted quick, like it mm-hmm. wouldn't. It wasn't no problem. All I had to do was learn the playbook. And fortunately, when we was down here, we ran a similar playbook when I was in Augusta. So oh, you looked up. I you? got quick, yeah. So <laughs> stuff like that was when I was going on on uh, recruiting trips, trying to find out like, yo, how to, how I'm gonna be able to get on the field, play, get in because. You know, in order to get to that, you need film. I don't care how good you. If you ain't got no film, it's, it's useless.
0: So how'd you do with uh, weight training? Because the high school rumor was you hated weight training. Man, let
1: me tell you about <laughs> high school. bro. Let me tell you how reckless I was high school. I did not go to one summer workout when I was in high school. Like, how'd that, you get away with that like, though? They
0: was just like you, the star, and just, they just do what you want to do. I showed
1: up. In fact, the last, the last, my senior year when we had summer camp, I was in Germany on vacation, uh-huh. chilling chilling I came back the week of the game to play I practiced that week and played <laughs> so I had no experience with going to summer camp having having to attend the lifting and all that you know I would lift it during the school school time or whatever because it was a class whatever yeah but yo that that that, that was the biggest thing I wish I would have did coming through Which just worked and out all summer it's worked out it's worked out because now when you see kids like now training and, and training kids and doing things that's everyone's biggest downfall and the, and the kids and stuff that you usually see even after college and they they, they take off and go to elite them kids was lifting weights well before they got yeah, to college.
0: The best example I can think of is uh Giannis Antecumbo.
1: Yeah. 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 He
0: was a real small guy. You know, he was kinda underachieving. Yeah. He started lifting heavy. Crazy. He look at him now. Yeah, it changes MVP.
1: Everything dude. <laughs> When I say everything, and I ain't I ain't get it. I thought, man, I'm talented. Yeah, I just walk in the gym, walk on yeah. the field and, and let's go. I'm ready. And uh so that was real. So that yeah, when I got there and they started making me go to I went to my first something, like I told you that first year. That summer when we started the summer workouts and had to go to summer camp, man, I called first week like, "Yo, the t- I'm going, I'm coming back to the house." Call who all the other coaches, tell them I'm still open, I'm still open to come to another school transfer <laughs> right now before school even start. And uh, oh, because you wasn't feeling the uh the training. Yeah, I wasn't feeling. Man, you was getting up two a days. You getting up two a days and you still got to work out twice. I was like, "Yo, it went no time. You literally had." maybe an hour out of the day to go get something to eat total and when you add up your breakfast your lunch your dinner it'll probably total the hour and mm. then you went to sleep you got right back up five four three in the morning to go on runs, to go work so i was like man this is crazy i ain't never done nothing like this yeah and the only thing saving my, my pops he was like yo before i made the decision to go there he was like yo whatever you decide i don't care where you decide to go you got to stick to it i called home i was like yo come get me he was like, yo, you made the bed, you got to lay in there, bro. And he hung up the phone on me. Yeah, they ain't never come back and get me, so. Yo, pops give you
0: that tough love.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. He been on me literally since day one. Day one. But it's crazy. People think he the toughest one. My mom's is the the roughest. Oh, know? trust me, She bruh. would embarrass you in public.
0: Just I I'm get like, it. Yo. That's how my mom is, too, bro. And my mom, bro, let me tell you a funny story about my mom when I was in college. First time I went to college, we was living in Kentucky. And, um... So I'm like, I don't even know what made me make the decision. I guess I had went to work with her one day, and I just seen like her working, and yeah. I was like, you know what, I need to get my life together. Yeah. So I'ma just, you know, I'ma go to college. My mom went to college, I'ma go to college. Yeah. So I went to school, I took the little compass test, everything came back good. I went there to register for classes, and I was like, alright, um, I'ma take these two classes, cool. I came home happy like, man, wait till I show my mama yeah. I enrolled in school and I'm taking these classes. <laughs> she looked at it and it was like, two classes? She like, what you about to do with that? She like, you need to go up there and take at least five or six. <laughs> I was like, man, oh, yeah. I was like, I thought I was doing yeah, right. something. <laughs> no, you got it. Yeah, I no, thought I was I doing something. Wait till she see this, man. But she was right, though, no, bro. I went. I took. I think I took six classes I took six yeah. classes my first semester it worked out for me yeah. so by the time I went to Georgia Southern my first semester there I took six classes again yeah because I was like man you know if I take all these classes I'll be good and I end up graduating in three years exactly so it worked out yeah,
1: that's so smooth but I, to be able to graduate early like that boy people don't think that's how it works I'm like oh, yo you don't understand yeah if somebody graduate early four years four years is, is right. hard. right you putting <laughs> in time and effort bro yeah time and effort for sure so yeah that's how that's how the whole college thing worked for me and then uh yeah
0: so after college um i know you had dreams of going to the nfl
1: yeah yeah so what 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 i think really I, I think i made a bad decision of of not being more selfish um when you come through you we all raised with like this team mentality you know all for the team coming up and that was something that was really driven hard in me so about my my junior year, going into my senior year, um, injuries started happening. And then right before we went into my senior year, I tore my uh, knee up mm-hmm. bad and uh, had to get surgery. Had surgery. I had to the opt, they told when I was talking to Pops and other people like that, other, other guys I knew who was agents and stuff like that, all their feedback was like, yo, you got a good draft stock. I was already on like the, the top DBs list for uh, college football players to watch the whole nine yards, um, they told me to sit out. He was like, "Yo, you need to sit out just this this year and come back. And let you heal, get right, play." Um, and then my 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 whole thought was, "Dang, these my these the boys I came in with. We had just came off winning. We, we was just we was ranked nationally. Yeah, like, y'all I won the championship, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, this okay. one of them, matter of fact. So yeah. we we had just won. Uh, we had just won two, and this was our chance to go win a third straight." Uh, we was already top ten in the nation, the whole nine yards, and I was like, "Dang, so I really wanted to play with the people I came in with." And then I, people don't know, but you get a lot of pressure from, just like you, how we talked about the Durant pressures and stuff like that. That, mm-hmm. that pressure really do exist uh, from from the the team and the other side. And then I decided to play. I had surgery. They told me I was gonna be out six to eight weeks before I could even come back. I had the surgery a week and a half, almost two weeks. I played in a game. Yikes. I did therapy. You tore it really again? Like, no, nah, I never tore it, but I wasn't. I never. It, I never allowed it to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I say speed, like jumping all the metrics, that ability, it fell off, and I didn't really start. I never really got healthy um, through that whole process. So obviously, you weren't able to to produce at the same level. And when it, I still had the numbers, but when it came time to okay, now you got to do the combine drills. I couldn't shift my weight like that because I still was hampered by my leg. In fact, the first game, I couldn't even run a full stride. So Dang. I just backed up further, and they never – because of, I was as a DB, and we know in the NFL, after you get a reputation, they don't really throw it your way no more. So you can kind of stand out there and be hampered. And so I just backed up, and uh, I couldn't run a full stride even then, and it never healed. And yeah.
0: Ain't nobody martial or nothing?
1: Nah, nah. And I only probably got – that whole time when I was like – I had first got back on the field. I played like two, three games. I got thrown to my side like twice, and it was like short route. So nobody, I never. We the the, the staff and the coaches that they never publicly said what went wrong with me. They just said we oh, had a minor injury. So nobody.
0: That's so. crazy when you hear the politics in sports, especially yeah. when it comes to medicine. Like yeah, man. when you get like when you know the inside scoop of things, yeah. it's like it have you thinking like maybe they should have sat K D out, yeah. like you was just yeah. saying.
1: In fact, when I when I first tore it. I, st- I stayed at school and uh they was like, Oh, is you gonna be all right, you just like hyper extended it or something like that. And so it was a lot of a lot of uh back and forth from pot ticking because I had t- I had it torn the whole time and I was still running, still lifting weights, still mm-hmm. and when you had it, you'll have times where your your leg lock because what I had was a bootstrap tear. So it's like the the meniscus can flip. Mm-hmm. And if it flips and you get impact, you'll blow your whole knee out i went probably like a whole summer of this no <laughs> surgery they were saying yo you just ice it do it through therapy until i came back to augusta to the orthopedic who had done like previous uh when i had broke stuff and surgeries and stuff like that he found it when it when it got back to lehigh that i was i was hurting and all that dude that uh, trainers it went down the coaching staff lost it was all the politics people were blaming who and stuff like that and so then that's when really start getting putting the pressure, like coming back, being able to play, going through therapy and stuff like that. So it's a it's a lot of stuff. Athletics, man, behind closed doors, people don't people don't see or don't believe It, happened. it really it really happened. Yeah, man. it really happened. So
0: at that point, did it kind of put like a bad taste in your mouth as far as doing uh doing sports? Like were you pretty much done? Like mentally?
1: I yeah. I I think so. What even after that? So after that, after I didn't. Um, because I, I did the the, comb- the regional combines, the whole nine yards. I did pro days, met with all of them. Um, it was a, a fact of, hey, you want to go and try to make a team, go whether you go practice squad or whatever that may be. Or obviously you got other avenues, whether that be the C- Canada or arena, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at the time, because I had wild out my freshman year, I still yeah. had some classes to finish my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I did is I stayed in school to finish out my last – my last uh bit of classes because um, I had got an offer to come to Florida to play for the arena team um but then I ended up going to uh, playing up there in Jersey playing for arena ball so I did that man saved up that money because they was they cover everything you're getting pretty much money with no expenses um that's how I was How I you like playing um arena football man it was good that, that it's 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 way harder than outdoor football. Cause it's it's everybody's on the island, so you make one mistake, you gonna look stupid immediately. Cause mm-hmm. it ain't no help. And That game's so fast <laughs> that you gotta be perfect with everything, like, or you you gonna lose every time. But the uh, the crowd interactions, what, what you don't get outside, was on a whole other level. Cause you, like how you on the other side, this the crowd right here, and this yeah, the field. it's you right arena. here. yeah. Um, and and, and then you get all the incentives. It's a lot. It's all incentive based, uh, pay and stuff like that that was in it. Um, so did that, but yeah. In terms of the depression and stuff, man, y- you go through that. Any, any, what I think a lot of schools need to do or um, implement is a program because even a lot of friends that all these, all all these people, whether it's myself or even your friend from, Germany, we came to school for one reason. We came to play football, right? Yeah. But nobody, nobody gives you any assistance or coaches you for a. Hey, at some point, this going end. Like this game going yeah, in, yeah, yeah, and how yeah. to—it it, sounds crazy, but how to transition back into being a normal everyday person, to being a student, or uh, being an yeah. everyday person. I follow you in the because street, I believe you know that too. Yeah, um, so you go through that. So I had friends who, man, they, they 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 stopped school with one class left to graduate, and it was only because the season ended. So it was like, "Bumping, them out." Like, I don't have no motivation to go to class or nothing. So there's no transition of how. Okay, now that you're done, now. People don't think about what they could do with their degree till they finish. Till it's like, boom, yeah. now you ain't going pro. Now what? Now you're like, oh, shit. What, what am I doing? It's a my shock, degree? too. Because yeah.
0: that's all they've been thinking the that's last four you years. That's
1: all you've been doing. Not even just that. You done started from way back when you was a kid, from yeah. U ball. This all you've been doing. This is what your job was. This your job all the way up. And now somebody say, you got to come up with something else. Yeah, right now. It's over with. Yeah. So th- th- that part, man, you. It really the, – the success of the person really determines – it's really determined by who come out of that hole quicker and come out with a with a plan. um And the, the, what, what it, able me to, to – what I'm doing now and, and go after it was I was able to have that plan, come out that hole with an idea that, if hey, if this didn't go how I want it to, I know what I'm going to try to do next.
0: How was your transition,
1: though? Man, it was rough. And in the, in the, the, that first year was probably the roughest time because when, you, when you're when going through it, you 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 still you still haven't accepted it. I think that's the biggest part that you still like, dang I can still do it. I, I just gotta find a connection. I gotta just get back in somehow and stuff like that. Right? Um so you are going through that and then if it's not if it's not really working, then that's when it really hits you. Like, dang not other people don't even think I'm good enough no more. Like so yeah. now what I'm gonna do kind of thing. Um so it's it's more so that acceptance of hey, I did a great career, I had it fun. All the experiences, and now how can I leverage these to be able to, to go into my next avenue of life? Because um, I'm a big person. I believe life got chapters, mm-hmm. um, so people have a hard time closing the closing that chapter and going to the next. Um, so yeah, it's really about so that. So what was your next chapter after that? Man, after that, I started. Uh, I went to, so more so in the, in the, to my degree um, into engineering. So I started doing engineering. And then what I what – I but my whole goal was to get into the, the whole gym and training. Uh, so, I was – I was during the day, I was doing my electrical engineering work, working for lighting companies and stuff like that. And then I would go and train people, whether it be kids, high school kids. Um, and then I got connected with a company called Velocity Sports, mm-hmm. where I tried to start uh, training college kids, kids coming from Clemson, high school kids, and started forming – trying to show them the roadside. Hey, is how you go. Cause at that time, that's when it blew up. AAU, yeah. all this summer AAU stuff was huge too. Yeah, down here. all that stuff blew. Like we was at the early stages, but now it's a it's a whole network system. So trying to show them how to, to leverage the game and how to leverage the recruiting and the coaches. Cause once you, I know we hear a lot of stories like, oh, this kid only got recruited by this school. But how, how I try to tell people once you get recruited by one school at that conference. Everybody's gonna recruit you, right? Because the worst thing for anybody is to feel like they they missed something or got left out. So once you, all you gotta do is get one school at like this conference to re- recruit you. They talk, every, well, you believe it or not, they tell their recruit. They talk to recruits. They talk about who they're looking at and stuff like that. And so that's I'm pretty much just trying to show kids the way how to get in there.
0: Yeah, so so you're pretty much trying to trying to teach them the business side of things.
1: Exactly, because uh, because uh, what's not what's not talk to talk to you is the the whole business part. Of it what we was taught back then is hey you go play and, and they're gonna find you if you good enough that's how the game gonna go right it's a it's a whole background business that you know even in just aau it's a whole background side to it that don't nobody tell you about you just go play and and we'll handle yeah. the all this is gonna get handled itself um and so it's a lot of pot just like anything any any ticket it's a it's, it's a lot of politics in
0: it. So, bro, now we got to get into my favorite topic, and I love this topic. Yeah, yeah. So, what took you from engineering to starting your own gym? And yeah, man, Basically, your yeah. own business, entrepreneurship.
1: Yep. So, entrepreneurship was, was something huge in my coming up, because my mom ran her own law office. She did her whole thing. Yeah. Had her own magazine co- uh, company, Augusta Today. Um, Shout out to her, too. Amazing yeah, woman. for sure, for sure. And uh, so, I saw that. I was seeing that. I saw the the good, the bad, the grind. Daughter, but the fulfillment of she she was able to bring something back to her family mm-hmm. um and so after I fin- after I did the engineering um I went and did my masters in business administration um and I focused on finance and like economics and stuff Ooh, like that financing is tough too yeah yeah so i i, I was always and i and I try to teach other people is to to get fascinated not with the the result of a process right which is the money right Mm -hmm. you got at the end of this row it's money right but but get fascinated by the process of how you get to the to the money and if you're fascinated by that and you get into that you'll make a lot of money um so then once i switched that and i I started i said i was training kids but i wanted to i had my own idea what a gym brian's gym would look like yeah uh so before i was doing more athletic training but i'm like you know that's a that's a that's a real niche group, right? You got all these people out here who talking about they trying to get beach ready, wedding ready, all that money <laughs> you ain't touching. Like you missing and all it's that. It is different from training kids yeah, that's already in shape exactly, and fit. Exactly. Exactly. It's a whole different style of training, mm-hmm. right? So how how can I how can I still do what I like to do and training the athletes and and telling what I know from experiences, but also get get these people who
0: they want to be beach ready yeah
1: they want to be beach ready i simply IG they models. just want to yeah you know what i'm saying like <laughs> they come in i just want to get my glues right i'm trying to be get, get right yeah. on ig i
0: just need a thousand likes right. on ig and i'm in me. there
1: and they people can literally that's their goal like mm-hmm. that's that's really what they're coming in or you still got the 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 people who hey i'm just trying to get off the medicine i'm on you know um and how to take all that and encompass it in one gym.
0: Obesity is a very big problem in our huge country too, thing, man. Huge, yeah.
1: huge. Um, and so that's something. And, and I wanted to when I got into businesses, what's something people gonna always need or always have to to use? And like you are gonna always have to go to a gym or stay in shape, or you know, your whether it affects your life aspect, something gonna be affected if you don't stay healthy. You should always go to right. a gym and stay in shape. Right, right. <laughs> um, and so. That's, that's how I got into the gym and then uh, I found pretty much the, the the space that I wanted and the, the the footprint of being able to lay down the dream and the goal um, and I'm a big person the only thing preventing a lot of people from from flipping over and getting going after their goals or chasing it is that the, the fear of if I do this, and don't succeed. I tell right. people that
0: all the time. Like the biggest thing about uh, starting a business is actually starting right. the business, right. getting out the bed and being self-motivated to actually go to an office and and, and file for your license. Exactly. That's exactly. the hardest part. Exactly.
1: Hands down. That, that's the biggest thing is a lot of people fear that fear that of of going out and failing and, and it's a fear of failure exactly yeah it's a huge <laughs> fear right but my, my whole thing is 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 my thought and it's sometimes different from what other people a lot of people tell you oh well you know the um uh, you know the best years you're supposed to start the business is in your 30s 40s or that because that's first you got to learn how to run a business and work for somebody right and then mm-hmm. you hit your 30s my 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 personal ideation i, I flipped that right i was let me start the business if i'm a if i'm a mess up or have any me- cuz i'm a mess up for the other person too yeah. i might as well mess up trying to do something for myself and do something for my family and do something for generations after me right yeah you know, I and agree. so this the time and not 20s and stuff to mess up. Because if you do that in 40, you, your life expectancy ain't but, what, like 60, 70. You yeah. ain't got much longer to recover. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's over if you mess up yeah. now. Like You already waited too right. late. Already That's how I feel about it, too. Late. Late. Exactly. So, the, the 20s and 30s, dude, try it. I, I say anything you could think of. If you, if you think it could work and you got a plan, go do it, man. And if you fail, do it. it a, lot, a lot of great ideas came from somebody messing up and somebody failing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really what made what made me go and jump out there and was like here we go um it literally went from a day i was like yo i think i'm gonna get a gym start talking and betting with where and what and then when the opportunity came i went
0: how'd they there. do it you got investors
1: so a lot of time when i when i, when I came up when i was coming up i I didn't, what a lot of people, uh, I, I didn't grab all this money, because, yeah, as an engineer, yeah, you get paid great. Uh-huh. I didn't go buy nothing crazy, right? So I sat I sat on my money. Even while I was playing arena ball, I sat on it, sat on it, sat on it. Um, and then when I when it came time to start making purchases, I, I started trying to find, who, all right, who would I want to partner with to do this? Um, is there anybody that I want to partner with or, or that can see the same goal that I see, right? And that was big for me to find somebody who – Yo, they got the exact same goal or close and we can compromise to make this happen um so yeah so then the funding just came from from partners and and I started networking because we're really when I left I was in South Carolina before I came to uh Georgia mm-hmm. that the house that I had got there I kept and rented it out so I was starting to try my whole thing is, is try to for anybody is to create multiple revenues. Yeah, strange of right? revenues. Streams that's what I'm on right now too. Exactly. It's to create that. And so that's what really helped me fund to get this. Um and instead of trying to build from scratch, most people think like, Oh, I'm gonna go build this building. Yeah. Like, you already a million down. Like what you gonna <laughs> do? Like, all right, that's a meal. Nah. Oh,
0: the people that's listening right now that know nothing about entrepreneurship, yeah. that's exactly what they're thinking. Yeah. They're like, why didn't you just build a building? It's like, do you know how much comes into right, that? Right, right. And how much money it exactly, costs. Exactly. Exactly. When you can just rent one for like a thousand dollars a month.
1: exactly so that's what i saw i was like you know what nah let me let me go find a place that was either was a gym or like it's easy to convert it into a gym and let me take that space and then do what i want to do with it um because even a lot of people think oh well uh all you gotta do is just go get like a, a like a storefront or something like yeah but what they don't know is if that was a shoe store when you buy it it's still a shoe store you got to knock all that down and convert it yeah. to what you want it to be um and so it was pretty much that strategizing with and coming up with a plan because a lot of people they'll come now once you once you once you done, and you you probably done got the same experience i know you have once you even start being an entrepreneur and start doing something they start to come to you like hey i got this idea or do you want to buy in with me or hey let's honestly it going on i've
0: this. been into entrepreneurship for the last four to five four years, four yeah. to five years, this year right here since I started this podcast, yeah. I've been getting that more than any time in my life.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you get it nonstop. I'm talking about it, Don't matter who. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the biggest thing that that before I even insert myself and say if it's serious is if you don't have no plan and you ain't thought about, thought it out, if if, if, if you got a plan, if you got an idea and there's no plan, I always taught that's a dream, right? Mm-hmm. So tell me when it, when it becomes, when you got a plan, and I'm not saying you gotta have hard numbers, but you at least had to think through. I know what you're saying what because is, you the number one thing
0: I tell people is I have to see you bet on yourself first. Yeah. If I can see you bet on yourself first, then I know you're all in. Right. Because right. I'm not gonna be all in unless I know you're all exactly. in. If exactly. If you come to me with this pipe dream of having a um uh a, a carpet cleaning business and you haven't even brought a carpet cleaner yet, I'm not gonna take you serious. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So that, that was the biggest thing is if you you gotta have plans for me to even participate. So then you I start networking. Um. So pretty much my, my avenues that i enjoy is the gym and the real estate those those are what fascinate me so you got to find something you enjoy if i took this money away from you if you would still do it pretty yeah. much and if you do that then I, the end result is going it's going take care of itself um so yeah man that's how i got into that and man been loving it ever since
0: man how it been though has it been a little rocky
1: man it's been great i actually when when uh we took over since since it's been taken over and and we've been running with it um, we wanted a top producing because uh, what it is is a friend i bought a franchise right okay um we wanted a top producing out, out of this whole nation um, in terms of we took it th- this facility was was uh negative 90 100k 200k yearly right um to now it's, it's like the opposite we flipped it right And, and yeah. more. um so it's really it really taking on the idea of what makes well,
0: you buy into a franchise instead of starting your own?
1: Yeah. So the the, the 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 biggest thing for me was when you when you go to start your own, right, okay, you, yeah, it's a it's a low investment. That's what you'll commonly be told, right? It's this low investment, you can start up quick, but you start up quick with no systems, no process, no nothing, right? And they say, you know, I forgot the percentage, but a lot of small businesses within the first year they gone right. I've been through it. Right, but the the biggest thing of why they gone is because it's not a there's no system process. You're trying to invent this on the fly, right? Yeah. Um. So that was my big, biggest thing is that if I if I got a system or a process and I got the marketing side, I got I got some stuff that's already set up and been proven to work. My background, I can I can make I can do handle the uh, the rest of it of uh, the the service side, the customer side, the managing the, the financial side. Um, so the process and systems is what made me go franchise, um, and then being able to have instead of if I if I started if I start a uh, startup right now, right when I first started it's me and whoever else I hit up, right. Mm-hmm. But when you go into a franchise and you, you jump to the franchise, that franchise got a marketing department, they got a legal department, they got a real estate department. So it's like I already done. Start, I jumped in and I done hired. 50
0: people to that See I'm on both sides of that Because I was in the Cleaning business For a couple of years And I started out as a, uh With a franchise I was yeah. actually with Jam Pro
2: Yeah And yeah.
0: starting out It was It was It was pretty good Because all the reasons you said And it's yeah. like You have that powerhouse Behind you Then it's all on you yeah. It's like You can invest more money Into it Or you can just Chill with what right. you have right. So that was working out For a little while the, but the politics is what got me. Yeah. It's like it's so many politics involved with, yeah. with these big franchises. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to just get my own. Then I got my own and I started noticing like when you don't have that powerhouse behind you, it's a little more difficult. It's yep. kind of harder yep. going into those businesses and convincing people that like, hey, um, my name is such and such. And I have this business and I'm an expert in this. And right, right. um, I think you should pay me the same amount that you pay Jam Pro. Right, They're looking right, at right. you like. Why would I do that when I know Jampro has a reputation of right, being good right, right. and you've been in business for 4 months? Right, right. So and you, that kind of discourages you exactly.
1: from it. Exactly. So you yeah. you and I and I don't think there's a there's a there's a right or wrong. Um I I think when you if you go into something if you provide a product or service that's very niche, mm-hmm. I think that's when it's personally I think it's when it's great that you started on your own. Yeah. Um because there ain't no there's no brand equity no more, right? It's yeah. it's, it's so niche that but and I tell people that too, because now, because
0: now I'm into photography, I'm like, it's a lot easier for me now being a photographer to beat out Walmart than it was yeah. when I was a when I was a cleaner trying to beat out Jam Pro. Yep, exactly. It's a lot easier because they'd rather have some so, something more personal exactly. and something less professional. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, something so, more freelancing, I exactly. should say. Exactly. And,
1: and that's why that's why I, that's why I think when you make that decision, you gotta consider consider yeah those things. the market and yeah, what you're doing what you're doing. Um, Cause if I come out here and open at Brian's gym, they gonna say okay, LA Fitness or Planet Fitness, <laughs> yeah, twenty four hour fitness right down the street. And uh-huh. I just heard of you, so <clears throat> what, how much you charging, like you see what I'm saying. So that brand equity depending on what what kind of market industry you are trying to be in. Determines that.
0: Yeah, I um. I went to your page one time before too, and I wanted to ask you about it. I seen you had you had maybe hundreds of good comments on there. You had one bad comment, and yeah. I noticed that you responded to the bad comment, and you don't really respond too much to comments like that. So I was curious. I was like, like, you talking about a business page? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, so th- this is one thing that kind of got passed down to me through through my uh, professional career. Was uh, let's say you, and they gave me this perfect example, and this one it hit home to me. If you, if you go to a, a restaurant, right, mm-hmm. and you went there multiple times and then they deliver you some messed up food or cold food or whatever, right, waiter comes to the table and you like, yo, you complain about my food was cold and this is this is what it is, and so I want some new food or I want my money back. And they say, oh, that's great, sir, but our food is good 98% of the time, so we got good ratings, so we're not going to give you your money back. Yeah, you gonna be okay with that? You
0: gonna you nah. still
1: gonna you gonna gonna talk about that day? Well, you first off, I don't food.
0: I don't send back food, and I thought about this on the way here. I was on the phone with someone. Yeah. I never sent back food, even if I didn't like it. Yeah. I just was like, ah, today just wasn't my day today. Yeah, yeah. that's the type of person I exactly. am. Exactly. So, but
1: so they they remember they every, you could go somewhere and have a great experience and you got that one bad experience. That yeah. one bad experience stick with you forever. You gonna talk about it? Hey, it was great, but one time I had X Y Z, and so that's why. I, personally i make an opinion duh. if you if you had a bad experience whether it was from me or not I, i'm gonna address it um and, and i think i think we all like if when people if something bad go wrong or if it don't go as planned and i'm i'm heard to know i'm heard I, you listen to me and, and hey you, you you somehow trying to provide a resolution yeah now if they take it or not after that um you know that's on that man and what's crazy is that 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 I know exactly what you're talking about too. That's what's crazy. Because there's only one on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that 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 review wasn't even. It was before. Um, you took over. I took over. Yeah. Um, and so being able to, I think you you get when you get in a situation if it's a bad situation you you got one of two options like how can I leverage this to to somehow make this a, a good situation or let it stay what it is right a bad situation. Yeah. Um. So. It's, it's literally playing with words and how, how can you leverage this person to come back and see differently?
0: See, I was curious about that because uh, recently I did a podcast with another podcaster. And, uh, you know, we had a, a, a cool kickback, layback podcast. And we were using profanity in it. Yeah. And someone commented on one of the promo videos on the Internet and was like, hey, if you're trying to um, attract hood rats, you're doing the right thing. But if you're trying to attract someone that's like a taxpayer like me, then uh, you need to straighten your act up and start using, stop using those words and this and that and woody woo. I never respond to comments.
1: Yeah.
0: I responded to that one. I even went to record that same day and talked about it when I was recording. Yeah. And I was like, dang, it's crazy how – I never pay no attention to the good comments. I just brush them off. But one bad comment and I'm just all in on it. I wasn't upset. It it literally just caught my interest because I was like, she has a slight point, even though she's kind of closed minded because she doesn't understand that I'm not trying to work for CNN. Right, right, right. (laughs) I'm trying to have (laughs) have CNN. Right. I'm not (laughs) trying to work for CNN. So and on top of that, I'm like, hmm. So she listened to one of my episodes compared to 30 of them. And she heard me using some cuss words. I don't even cuss on every episode. Yeah, yeah. I haven't cussed on this one. Yeah, right. I'm probably not going to. Right, right, you know right, what right. I'm saying? <laughs> but if I feel like it, I <laughs> will. come out. Yeah, because I heard Gary Vee say before, he was like, you know, if a cuss word stops you from getting the message, then you need to reevaluate yourself, not exactly, me. Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
1: And, and, and literally, I'll the same along the same lines i say listen listen to to what's being said not how it's being said yeah right? yeah it's yeah. a message in it whether yeah. whether i cuss or not i could say the same sentence without exactly kind of exactly um, and, and and let's not get it misconstrued all, all of us professionals out here we'd be lying if we say we don't cuss right yeah so you know what i'm saying so i, I think you, you did right by by being able to, to address it and and, but the
0: biggest thing is i responded to that comment so now i'm like so from now on i need to ignore negative comments and only respond to positive comments that's why man, i asked you about the comment no
1: nah, nah. i said because because what, what a lot of people when they when they bring confrontation or they they bring uh something that they're not happy with mm-hmm. the last thing they expect is the person to, to have a response back or to be understanding when they respond back right it throws yeah. you off like oh you you snap on me and i don't snap on you you like why he ain't not snap back or why is he now trying to understand? When you get a lot of times to the root of the issue, the issue ain't even end up not even being with you. Like it's with something, part, with their own personal life or whatever yeah. they're
0: going through. And that's what I think it is. It's like, especially the person that left my comment. I'm not gonna give it too much tick, but I think it was one of those things where in the video I was talking about Donald Trump, and and I named it the Black Republican. Yeah. So when she clicked on it, she probably thought I was a Republican. Yeah. And she was one of them people that you can tell she she's an African American and she's a Republican. Yeah. So yeah. she was like, oh, okay, he's he, he's gonna be like me, and when she seen I wasn't, because I don't classify as no party. Right. I right. tell people all the time, like I'm not a Donald Trump supporter, but if he does something good i'm gonna clap yep if yep. he does something bad i'm gonna talk about right, it you right right you know what i'm saying
1: right. as if it would be with anyone as yeah as yeah yeah
0: yeah. yeah and uh she probably thought i was just this super supporter and by the end of the video she probably was like he had good points but i don't
1: like him because he's a hud right right so they gotta and, find something right? Yeah. Like, no, matter, 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 no matter it's like you don't you, do. you, you didn't even take the time out to understand me exactly <laughs> exactly they didn't hear none of the content no mm-hmm. so that's literally i, I said people always no matter how much good you do somebody gonna find. And nitpick something it something. sucks though bro. but it do it do but my, my biggest thing is if i address it and i i done heard you out and i respond to it at the end of the day that's that's what you can do yeah. um and, and it makes them and it makes the next person if they have something negative say they're gonna they're gonna construct it in a very constructive way because they know he going he might respond to this like, and that's my he might that's
0: my it. that's my worst thing about about negative comments is um I'm willing to accept constructive criticism because I give it out all the time, yeah. so I have to be able to accept it. Yeah. But when you don't know how to articulate yourself, exactly. it comes off bad. Exactly. Like in that situation, calling me a hood rat and right. saying you sound like a 15-year-old from the slums, you use horrible wording. Right. Exactly. Horrible. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, and there's
1: something, as they talk about since they're a taxpayer or a professional, they, they would yeah. never say that in a professional atmosphere. Yeah. Because you
0: know that's supposed to be a given. Exactly. Especially, if we talking politics. When we're talking politics, we're supposed to assume everybody at this table is taxpayers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, man. Like I said, they, somebody will always have something to say. Regardless. Yeah.
0: So, so it's just us as entrepreneurs. We have to, you know, be less sensitive to it. But it's like at the end of the day, you're human.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. the
0: thing I hated when I was with uh when I was with the cleaning franchise. Yeah. I was like, you know, it's times where people are disrespecting you, and it's like you're wearing these people's shirts, so it's like like you have to put your pride to the side and yeah. understand that you're like the face of a franchise yeah. now. So you have to act in this way, even right. if you don't want to. Right. And right. that bothered me a lot. Right,
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and even how I try to tell the, to the employees, it's a, obviously, yeah, we want to be customer service friendly. We want to help. um, But at, at the same time, don't, don't ever let someone dehumanize dehuman, humanize, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you. Um, or, or what you stand for, things like that. Um, and if you address it in a stern, professional way, um, and they come back to me, it, it is what it is. And we'll have that conversation. And let me be the, the bad guy. Let me have yeah, that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as long as you, you did it and and you stood your ground in a respectful manner, um, then you let the chips lay where they, where they are.
0: All right, so as far as entrepreneurship goes um – um. Do you feel like you know when you were working in the engineer field, like th- that was your nine to five, correct? Yeah, yeah. So with your business, do you feel like that's a twenty four hour job? Oh,
1: definitely. If you if yeah. you think you're gonna come into entrepreneurship and you somehow gonna work less, you you are mistakenly very very wrong.
0: That's what I that's what I really want people to understand.
1: Yeah, you are <laughs> hands down wrong. Um, and that's that, and that's why I got back to what I said. What's so important is that you gotta. You got to become obsessed with the process of, of the way of. You have to have a passion money. for it, right. and it you took me a while to
0: learn that too, exactly. as far as entrepreneurship yeah. goes. Because yeah. I hate cleaning. Right,
1: right, right. And, and, <laughs> I can't stand and that's the, cleaning. That's the thing with, when a lot of entrepreneurs think, "Oh, when I when I get this company or when I do whatever I'm gonna do in my avenue, then I'm gonna be able to do whatever I want to do." Right, and it's it's actually the the opposite. When somebody asks me about it, I tell you that it's the total opposite. Because now you're an entrepreneur, you're going to do stuff that you don't want to do,
2: right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to do stuff that you wouldn't normally have to do, but at the bucket end with you, right? So if yeah. this don't get done, the rest of you. everybody else on your plate going to go home just like you did when it was a 9 to 5, right? Yeah. But you the one still got to be stuck here, and then it's going to fall on your Man,
0: side. I tell this story all the time. When I sold my cleaning business... Um, I had a I had a little bit of money, you know, I was feeling good about life or whatever, but I was like, you know, I'm kind of bored. I'm going to go get a job. Yeah. And um a girl that I knew, she got me a job working with her. She worked at the clothing store, at Marshalls. Okay. okay. So I worked in the back room. Yeah. So I'm working in the back room. My first day there, this is my first time having a job in like like a like a legit 9 to 5. Yeah. It was my first time since Right after I finished college, so about two three years. Yeah. So it's kind of weird for me. So I'm back there, you know, I'm working hard, and I'm like, oh man, we gotta hurry up and finish. You know, time started going by. We are supposed to get our work at one thirty. Yeah. It's like it started hitting like twelve thirty, one o'clock ish. Yeah. And I was like, man, we not done. You know, we need to speed up so we can make sure we can we can leave by <laughs> at least like two two thirty. Right. Right. I start seeing everybody else slow down. So in my head, I'm like, I'm I'm getting frustrated. I'm like, man, you what know, you y'all doing? moving too slow. Yeah. We got We got to finish this up. So I didn't say nothing, of course. But um, and I remind you, this is my first day. So, <laughs> so one o'clock hits, I see somebody clock out and leave. I'm like, what? One thirty hits, everybody else start clocking out and leaving, and I'm standing yeah. there just looking crazy. And I'm like, oh, I forgot. You can go home, and yeah. you don't have to worry about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: still now entrepreneur mindset. Yeah. And that's right. I'm like, oh, we have to finish these ballots. Yeah. What are y'all doing? Yeah.
0: But everybody clocking out, and I'm like. I'm going to be honest, that was one of the best feelings I had in a long time. Yeah, I was yep. like, oh, I get to leave work, and I literally left work. I went to a bar, had a drink and, and some food. Right,
1: anything twice. Like,
0: Yeah, I, I didn't bet. think about nothing right. that just happened. I was like, I haven't thought about this in a long time. And it's crazy. We're recording here now, and my mom's actually here. This when I realized I go I go really hard with entrepreneurship, and, and it's for me. Yeah. Um, the first year I was in business, I was working hard, you know, trying to get my business off the ground. Summertime came, my mom's was uh in the states Because she works overseas. She's been working overseas for years. Yeah, yeah. We take a trip to Texas to to uh to see our family. Whole time we're in Texas, I'm answering the phone. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm making calls. Grindin'. Yeah, and she's just looking at me, she's like, So did you come here for a vacation? Or and I was like, Nah, 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 you know, I, I came to chill. And she was like, hmm. You need two cell phones too Yeah And I was like huh, I probably do But I But So that's why you fast forward To me working that job yeah. That's when I realized Like okay When you're an entrepreneur You work 24 hours 24 Cause hours Cause I literally man. go to sleep Thinking about thinking work Thinking about it Yeah about I'm having it. dreams about, it. about work
1: Exactly And I, I think that was the At first it was the hardest thing Was being able to To separate it Like, like being able At some point Yeah to like It's to so hard it though off Right It's and so hard No
0: matter how much you try Yo it don't ever shut All the uh-huh. way off then oh. even more than that, when people know you're an entrepreneur, they come to you with these ideas, or they come to you with advice, right. or you'll even be out on vacation. I took way too many vacations this year. But you'll be out somewhere on, on vacation, you know, you'll be at the bar or the hotel or something, and you sit next to somebody else that's an entrepreneur, and yeah. then y'all end up talking about yep. it, y'all end up linking, and it's like, dang, you never get away from right, it. Exactly. But if you love
1: it, you don't mind. Yeah, right? you, you don't mind at all. And, and the, the network, I think the biggest thing and what? What? really helps entrepreneurs take off to the next level is their their ability to network yeah. right and like you said whether you send at a hotel whether you sit at the bar or whatever mm-hmm. that ability to network is and, and to to realize what, what a lot of people go to is i need i need some funds or i need some support let me go find the person that, that's driving the fancy it's because that's who got the money when uh, most of the times what people don't know is the people who driving that 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 crown vic over there or that that chevy yeah. over there that's the person who really that's the one most passionate that's the one about it. really most passionate about it doing it
0: bro i noticed that too because um you know now that i'm into photography and videography and stuff i've been looking at people pages and it's like you know the people that's that's the most flashiest the people that that to me i feel like they're the most established aren't really ones most established right. i was i was uh at a at a music video set and the videographer there was amazing. Yeah, and he drove like a Scion. Yeah, and I was like, dang! But then I started having a conversation with him, and I was like, oh, this brother is smart. Yeah, that's why he drives his Scion because exactly. he was saying things like, yeah, man, I just been grinding, trying to save my money up so I can buy a home. You know, he's saying stuff like that. When you meet the guys that everyone thinks is like, you know, the most established, it's like they're really just broke. Right, they're literally doing all this work trying to trying to pay that twelve hundred dollar a month. Carnal. Exactly,
1: exactly, and. and I try to explain to people, if, if you if when you acquiring things, right, whether it's a car, whether it's whatever, right? There, there's some stuff we have to acquire, right? If you mm-hmm. you you need some kind of means of transportation, right? If you're gonna be getting around, so boom, get you a car. But if you after you get your your needs, and I, I stress needs, yeah. From then on, everything you acquire, if, if I can come, if I can't come back to you two years later, five years later, and ask you how much it's worth, and you tell me more than what you told me when you bought it, you know. Why you why, you, why you getting it right I got that's a friend not, not I got a asset, friend
0: that's bro. like that And I'm actually shooting A music video for him tonight And um His brother has like Four cars Yeah And I'm talking about Brand new cars yeah. And I'm just looking like Like matter of fact You was talking about uh, The X3 He's the one that got the X5 Yeah And I just was like Bruh You know How much is you know In your son's college fund Yeah
1: yeah. But the I made him so angry When I said yeah. that yeah. <laughs> I never said it again right, right. <laughs> People have a hard time looking <laughs> looking in the mirror and saying, "I messed up. Like I did something yeah. wrong, and I need to do something." Different. But I'm not right? saying I got
0: all the answers. Right. But I do know that, right. like you know, if you got kids, you shouldn't be riding around here in a hundred sports cars, and you don't have a college. Exactly,
1: a exactly. And and that, that I think that's what what drives at least myself a lot is is generational wealth that. If I leave, yeah, 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 for sure, right. And, and my offspring or my family, um, sisters, whatever they're going to be straighter they're going to be able to they could pick up this job right mm-hmm. and they know they got a job right what they-
0: even a little deeper than that like if something you know knock on wood but if something was to happen to you or the entrepreneur like you know um will you have a GoFundMe page up on facebook right right. <laughs> <laughs> that should be everyone's biggest fear like uh i'll i'll be honest i'll see a gun fund, uh gun fund me a GoFundMe page, and, you know, I'll feel bad or whatever. You know, if I got the money, I might shoot a couple dollars. Yeah. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't ever want a GoFundMe page with my face on it. Right, right, right. Exactly. I-, I want to at least be in a decent situation where I can be cremated. I believe me in being cremated. Yeah, I believe yeah, in being buried. Yeah, But. Yeah, I can be cremated. And there's no gun fund, me. uh, GoFundMe page like, hey, we need five hundred dollars to, to cremate exactly, Slim.
1: Man, that can't that can't be the, that can't be how I go out. You
0: know nah, what nah. Even
1: though when you dead, you dead. Right, it's right, over with.
0: Right. But I don't want no gun fund, exactly. No gun, I keep saying gun fund me.
1: It was like me with the de- I can't even say it myself. Dehumanized. Yeah, dehumanize. yeah,
0: yeah. I forgot what word I said the other day, and I just could not say it. Oh, I know what I said. Minimum. I said it right that yeah, time. Cause yeah, I thought about it, but yeah. bro, I cannot get that word right, out. Right. I don't know what it is about that word. Me and that word
1: does not get along. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, it happens, but yeah, man, the, the generational wealth, man, or, or thinking, thinking past you, right? Like, I'm, I'm gonna get me straight, but if you, if, I, if I can get people past me straight.
0: So, do you think that mind state, like, um, so I personally believe that a lot of people are very selfish, like. You have to have a selfless mind state to believe in that, right?
1: Yeah, and I, I think you gotta you gotta think differently than than what the media sometimes put out for us, right? Yeah, the media correct. puts out right. You you go, you work hard, you attain this money, and you start getting these nice things, or you start acquiring these big houses, nice cars, things of that nature. Um, but don't nobody else. Talk about how their kids living, or or how they family living. Hey, he rich, but the rest of his family still living in the projects. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't they don't talk about that side. Um, and so it's really, I think it's it's really what just, it's, it's a selfless mindset, and and you have to be willing to challenge the information that's that's being given to you, and not just. And I know you you do the same thing. You challenge everything. Yeah. Good or bad. And then you I make have your to. own deductions from it, right? Yeah, you I have make to make your own conclusions from that.
0: And also like I'm not a closed minded person, so I have to like I have to see both sides and I have to think about it open mindedly. Right. That's exactly. what a lot of people don't understand about me. Like I was talking about the black Republican thing yeah. and I actually man, shout out to Chuck. Me and Chuck actually got into a conversation this morning and he was laughing and joking. It was like we was we was talking about the uh Eric Gardner situation. Yeah. You know they're not yeah. person charged on the officer. I had just told him a couple months ago that they weren't gonna press charges on him. Yeah. And he told me, nah, you crazy. They're gonna press charges on him times different. I was like, no, they're not. And I explained to him why. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it on the mic, cause you know, I'm just not gonna say it on the mic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: so I sent him the article showing that, like, you see, they're not pressing charges. And he was like, man, shut up. You, uh, you're a Republican. You don't understand. Yeah. I was like, okay, bro. Right. I like, I'm just trying to explain <laughs> to you that I have a decent understanding. I'm not saying I'm the smartest person in the world, right, I have a right. decent understanding of the law. In uh, politics, right? You feel like I don't? I'm showing you I do,
1: right? Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> and that's only because I look at things open mindedly.
1: You got to, you got to, and and uh, and, and you brought up a, a point that was good when you was talking about the whole Donald Trump. And you, you if, it, if it's good, you clap. Yeah. If it's not. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm not no av- I'm not no avid supporter of Donald Trump whatsoever. Um, but when when the things come out, of, whether it's good or bad, you got to take notice, right? For instance. The one thing I always talk about, and I'm sure, it made people go sideways. Is this whole thing about him not paying taxes, right? Yeah. Or somehow going around taxes, mm-hmm. we all are outraged, right? Like, yeah, we all pay taxes. We, we he should be paying taxes, but when I saw it, the real question was. How, how did, he did he get away with that? What is he doing? Just right? like Amazon. Finding, right. How are they finding these loopholes?
0: Mm-hmm. And, and as I, as entrepreneurs, we have to know that.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so looking at it from that way of the dude may not be the best person or whatever. And I don't know a person. I can't personally speak to that. But I can only speak from what he says and what he does. Yeah. Um, but, he
0: absolutely does make racist comments. Though. Right. Yo, definitely. I can say that. Definitely. <laughs> definitely.
1: But, but one thing I think we, we all can't take from him is... At some points of business he's figured out whether it all or something, he's figured out something.
0: Oh, yeah. I try not to speak, you know, when you speak bad, about, I mean, excuse me, when you speak good about Donald right, Trump nowadays. Black, right? Yeah, no, everybody like, don't hate me on the Bro, comments, I thought bro. about that this morning. I said, I said, nowadays being politically correct is speaking negative against yeah, the president. Yeah. that is so crazy yeah, to me, bro. Yeah. But uh, I don't say this often just for that reason, but you know, Donald Trump actually is a really good businessman.
1: That, that's what he is. That, yeah, that he's, is he's
0: a good businessman. Exactly. Now, as far as being a good president, that's a I got another story, opinion. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's a whole <laughs> but a businessman, exactly. nah. That man that man knows what he's doing exactly. as far as business goes. So you may
1: not like, just like you may not like, if you go in, in your professional world, you may not like who you work with or your boss or something. But mm-hmm. they did something good at some point to, to reach that. So take my whole thing is take the good out of everybody in every situation and find out how you can use it to leverage. Yeah, trying to do. Um, it's, it's
0: hard for people you. to have that open mind. Though. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's in this little box. It's and, uh, a huge box. See, you know, I still live in Augusta and yeah. uh, you grew up in Augusta, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of see it there, uh, mainly because I'm an Army brand and, I, you know, i don't been around um, many different places. Right, right. I'm able to see people that's been in Augusta their whole life. And when we have conversations, I can tell, like, oh, you think that because you've never been outside that box. Right. And I really need them to get outside that box because yeah. it's like, okay, you, you, uh, You view me as a Republican Or Uncle Tom Strictly because I have these views That's not like your views are the people around you exactly. I'm like I can take you to rooms Where they'll call you ignorant For right. your views And you'll be like no All the people that I know Are just like this exactly. Like I told someone the other day I was like um I was like, it's funny how people feel like their way of thinking or their way of living is the ultimate right way when they only see the same 20 people every day.
1: Exactly. exactly.
0: <laughs> There's 20 people in your exactly. life that you see every day, exactly. but your way of thinking is just the ultimate way. Because right. I know my way of thinking is the ultimate way, right. and I know I have some unpopular opinions and right. some unpopular beliefs. Right. That's why I'm always open to sit down and talk to someone and, and try to figure them
1: out. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Most yeah.
0: people not interested in that. Getting out
1: the box, man, and that's why I, I think was the biggest thing from when I went up north was going here and like, yo, they don't move. They don't move how we move. They don't think how we mm-hmm. think. Everything they do is differently. Um, and 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 what really what really even got me is so you got two sides, right? We got we got like for instance, let's hypothetically say like Augusta or. Even just like, we'll take just our racial and cultural group, the, the blacks, right? Uh-huh. And we in this box of how we think. I went from that to going to the complete opposite end of the spectrum. And I'm, I'm with the companies that we all working for, I'm going to school with their kids. These kids driving in college, Ferraris, Lambos. Horses, right? I'm like, and you know, in I our
0: group, never, everyone I, viewed you as the rich kid, right? Right, and, and you now it's a whole other group. The,
1: I had the truck, I'm yeah. like the Black Ranger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving through, I pulled up. Kids got Lambos, Porsche, the whole nine yards. Mm. Cars that we talking about buying after we don't work, they come to school with them, right? Yeah, um, and legit went to school with people who had never interacted with a minority they they never even had yeah. that experience
0: before it shocked me when i first started meeting people like that also yeah
1: and they had that, that whole experience and the, what they what they see and this is why i'm i'm i enjoy hip-hop music i enjoy rap music i enjoy all that but what they believe is really literally what they see on the tv it, so it, the,
0: it gives you a different viewpoint of like of 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 our culture and hip-hop right
1: right and and that's what really spent me because i'm not gonna lie before i was i was all into the gucci that everything and yeah, even yeah, now yeah. i still i still play them but then to go and see that oh people really
0: think that's how all like, of this us how are. all of us are see like. i'll forever love rap music i'll forever be be you know an advocate for hip-hop but i know exactly what you mean that's yeah. what that's me being open-minded yeah. like i know it's it's like um perfect example alan iverson had all of our heads gone yeah he came he came with the tattoos the braids you know we all want to be AI. Yep. you know what i'm saying then uh. Uh, people that's 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 never been in our communities they think that that's how we all are <laughs>
1: that's how we all are and and that and that's when it, that that's when i think it, i was at a crossroads right it gave me a a choice and am, 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 am i gonna take it upon me to try to show them differently like no mm-hmm. this ain't this ain't how everything There there is some places or some people who i have are, are, are have this lifestyle but it's other. how do you go about that you though like when
0: you meet someone that's that's never been around african-americans and they already have this viewpoint do you feel like it's your job to educate them or is your job to like to set an example to show them that like hey there's different sides yeah of
1: this? I, I think it's dual so a funny story when i when i was in school I'm, most schools got it called africana studies right uh-huh. or african studies right how many how many blacks you think was in that class
0: I my guess will be it'll probably be half and half
1: it was two blacks me and one other person oh they uh, took it upon that's themselves. an Ivy League school right yeah, they took yeah, it okay. upon themselves and and don't get me wrong it's a even with it being Ivy League but people don't know is pure African, like people coming from Africa go there. So yeah, it's, yeah yeah it's a yeah, lot yeah. of blacks and, and other cultures um but they 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 took upon themselves to go like it's almost like they view it as like a zoo like I'm going to learn about the rhinos, the giraffes, and everything. So I, they go, they indulge, indulge themselves in this, mm-hmm. and then that's when I really started to hear their thoughts. Like they really thought we all like gangsters. Like we are all out yeah, here yeah. slinging dope, <laughs> killing and stuff like that. And so that's when it, it, it came to me. Like, okay, you got one choice. You can either sit in here and and voice, like, just let it go and let the teacher hope she she tell the whole truth. Or you can start to, to speak and, and and whether you go up and you talk about it or you go and talk to the people outside of it and start show it by by a uh, example um, that you know we don't, we don't all move like this. We mm-hmm. don't this ain't how we all do. yeah at some point we may have a family member or something or whatever we know somebody, but this ain't every hundred percent of us this ain't all of us, yeah. Um, and so that's what really lit the fire for me to try to go a different route. My
0: mom blames it on media, too. My mom's biggest thing is, like, she hates movies like Boys in the Hood, yeah. like Menace yeah. Society, because she said they always show us in a negative, uh, a negative aspect. And she said her and all the people that she knows and she's around are, are black and successful. Right. But right. I was like, you know, but, you know, me and her got into a nice conversation about it. I was like, you know, that's true, but that's also your viewpoint. There is people that do live like exactly. boys in the hood and in exactly. society, so there is a place for that. But I'm I'm also with her on that. Like, it should be more 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 shows and movies depicting black people in in, in a positive light, like the Cosby right. Show. Right, right. Even right. though I think Bill Cosby is a clown. <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. right. But yeah, nah, I th- I think she, she kind of hit it. I, I think it's a it's we you need both, right? Cause yeah. Just as much as we say, oh, is we all we there are successful ones out here. We there are people, yeah, like you said, it's people out here who are really struggling day to day or doing whatever day to day to make to make their ends meet. Um, but to to think that we all one way, I think is my my biggest issue or my biggest fight, cause that's so so far from the truth. And then being able to understand the 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 how, cause I, one thing I hate is is when when they feel oh, you, you down here at, at this, this class level, or you down here in the projects and things like that. Yeah. And it's somehow, like, you not trying any way, shape, or form to get out of that. Right?
0: I know exactly what you mean, that, too. That bothers me. Like, no. why, why
1: do you think a person wants to just sit in this lifestyle?
0: I had a job before, and um, I was there. Everything was good. Actually, it was in Atlanta, too. You know, everything was good. It was a corporate job. And um, we was just uh, chilling one day. It was during the um, War Cup. See, that's another word I mess up with all the time, World <laughs> yeah, <know>. World Cup. <laughs> but uh, we're chilling in, in the uh, lobby, you know, um, we having food, we kicking and having a good time. And they got into, like, a, a small conversation. It wasn't even nothing serious. And one of the girls just bust out and was like, well, Rodney, I, I know you understand because, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure you grew up like that. And I'm looking like, oh, you just assume because I'm black I grew up, like, in the projects. Yeah. I was like, okay, I get it. I ain't say nothing though, cause yeah. you know I'm at work. I'm just like, I'm like, nah. Actually, I don't. Right, right. <laughs> like, actually, nah. That ain't that ain't yeah, went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, no. Like, don't get me wrong. I grew up poor. Right, right. <laughs> but not project poor. Right, right. I grew up military it's poor. It's level. Yeah. It's level. <laughs> <laughs> like military poor. Right. Like thirty to forty thousand dollars a year poor. Right. Like right. that kind. Right. Not not fifteen to nineteen. Right.
1: Exactly. And, and but I I think it's it's the the advantage that that we have that we don't leverage enough is the ability to adapt and be able to communicate. Right. I, we mm-hmm. can, I, I can go to, to whoever in the poor, you can do the same thing and have, I can communicate, right. To be able to do this communication. Yeah. But the, the advantage is you have to also be able to go to that total other end. I can sit in a room and be the poorest guy in the room and I can still have this communication. Yeah. And, and that's why I think that the, the biggest learning for us is, is, you have to be able to communicate because it's a lot of it's a lot of tough people and a lot of people who swear they street tough if i take your room with business man, you,
0: you, you can't you can't do anything you gonna be nervous you're scared, think, you scared you i find stuff. i find that the scariest like when uh the african americans that think that all african americans are poor right that's the scariest to me right. it's, it's it's even worse than white people thinking it it's like oh okay so you think we're all poor Right, that's the problem. Right, right,
1: <laughs> and and we have to uplift our our struggles, right? Yeah. we got to uplift that we had to go through X, Y, Z, and we had to do this, and but it's not, it's not, it's not great that if we if we rapping up, we talking about. The positive that we doing or uh-huh. the, the things that we achieve, and that's not. That, no, nobody want to hear that. No, nobody. And hear then, that, and right? then
0: they try to discredit you when, when, when they view you in a light like they think you're rich. Like it could be something small. Like tomorrow, I'm getting on a plane and, and going to Texas. They're like, "Oh, uh he's getting on a plane. He's rich." Yeah,
1: right. It's
0: <laughs> like, bro, I'm broke. Right, right. <laughs> but I can. I got a hundred dollars for a plane ticket. Exactly, <laughs>
1: exactly. I know how to budget this thing, right?
0: Yeah, a hundred dollars.
1: Right, and which is crazy me because most of the times, and and when we when we talking about. when we talking about getting to the next level or we or if we in music or anything the whole content is usually talking about getting getting to the next level and then there's a point and we all trying to figure out when is the point where you no longer credible like when do you become so successful that you can no longer relate ain't it crazy
0: how they do that though crazy Crazy. like i just was telling you about them calling me the republican and the you know the uncle toms and stuff it's like when when did we get to that point? Especially like uh, the conversation we was having before we start recording. Yeah, it's like so. It's funny how when 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 I was young and I was making mistakes, how everybody had all this bad stuff to say about me. Yeah. Now we yeah. get older. It seems like the same people that 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 was calling me names Not because I was good, making right? mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Now they think I'm too good and that they're the ones that's, that's, you know, the quote unquote bad guys and and the thugs and and stuff like that. And it's like, dang, dog, when did this happen? When did this switch happen?
1: Exactly. I'm like, I'm
0: super curious about that. Exactly. And
1: and that's something I think is going to forever be honest. But when is that, when is that point? Like, how far can I go before I'm on the other side? Like, when, when does it happen? Is
0: it, is it like, is it a number? is it like when i start making six figures right, right. or is it like when i start making 50,000 right or is it just like when i switch from my my 2001 Honda right. <laughs> to my 2012 uh i don't know right. uh what what's a what's a decent car a uh, Kia Sonata a right, uh, right. Kia <laughs> Kia Optima <man? laughs> right right
1: so it, that, that's that's the and and that's a, a reason why when people who who go in, and even for you and everybody, myself, I do the same thing. Is once I, it gets to a point where personal life, and you, and you see me on Facebook, you don't really yeah. see nothing come out of me. Like it's real. I pop up here and there with some highlights, but outside of that, it, I move. You just yeah, move, right? I notice that about you too. Um, and and and, and it's because of that, right? Because everything you do, or everything you achieve, when people see it, they don't. They're not like, oh, that's great, and Ronnie he's he doing his thing, he got this, he got Oh, they're that. never going to give you right. credit for nothing. Right, they reflect it back on them like, oh, I'm not doing this. So I have to somehow bring him down because uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm not making it to it I'm not achieving. So I'm behind. So instead of saying, oh, I'm behind, let me get together, right, boom, you're doing great. Let me yeah. shut, show me the ropes. They somehow they start discrediting you. They they
0: they cut off the support. They're just like okay, and that's the thing. (laughs) That's the thing I noticed recently too. And I had this conversation with myself actually. Yeah, I was like, um, I feel like you know when you first start something, everybody's on your side and like, hey, that's a good thing. I'm going to support you. Blah blah. They'll support you, but they're not going to support you until you know they'll stop As soon as they feel like you're you're getting too close to where they are exactly then it's like oh whoa hold up like I you know what you're doing is good but I got to keep you down here exactly. you can't be trying to come up here with me
2: exactly <laughs>
0: you're oh, gonna, pass me yeah if you if you pass me I have to bring you back down here <laughs> right like exactly. what were you thinking like you can you know you can stay at the you know above the bottom right but you can't stay up here
1: exactly exactly it's and so I, weird that's though. exactly how it is and i, I think a lot of we got to change the mindset and i and i I understand when we when we come and we say you know i got to stay true to the the people i came up with and stuff like that and you you do right there's there's friends and stuff but i think once you once you start to progress you have to not necessarily cut friends um but you got to now find a, a, some more or new group people hate when you say new group of fans because that somehow means you threw the. no new away. friends no right no, <laughs> no new friends right <laughs> but i i try to make it a habit that if, if i come into it to hang out with it on a professional setting a casual setting that i'm the one that's the lowest right yeah. because as we talking i might not, i might not ask you a straight question but i'm picking up on every little thing i'm picking up on what you're doing how you're doing it's funny you, you say that because
0: i'm going through that in my life right now yeah. it's like when you when you finally realize, like, hey, you know, most of the people in your life can't do anything for you, yeah, yeah. and that's your fault. It's not their fault, right? Right? It's right. your fault because you you didn't learn how to how to balance the two, how right. to how to keep the distance between between that, right? So right. it's your fault,
1: exactly. And and the, the 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 biggest realization of that came early for me. Of my my pops always said, you know, everybody who who you think is your friend ain't your friend. Uh, they they may be your you got associates you got a lot of associates but you got a few friends um you probably back in my in high school was my junior christmas tournament at evans i got i got hit in the eye shattered my whole eye socket bro went was blind for like a week and a half, two weeks could not see out my eyes at all right um and i was struggling that was probably low i couldn't do nothing i didn't come to school nothing and he came up to me he said all the people that you hang out with, all the associates, everybody that you swear, like you break your neck for, how many of them at, came to the house? And that hit me like, you, he's like, yo, you blind right now, can barely see. How many of them came to the house and asked you, yo, you need something to eat, you need a ride, you need this, you need that? Um, He's like, that's what I'm talking about, your friends and associates. And he's like, so when you surround yourself, you think well, if something yeah, like this yeah. happened to you, would, are they going to still be here? yeah um and not, that's it's funny it the things that has
0: to uh has to happen for you to learn that yeah, lesson
1: yeah yeah because i was riding on the highlight like, boy i'm playing varsity basketball i'm doing this i doing. everybody loved me like this is great but no nah, that that hit me and then and then coming up into the to the professional world was just it's it's you don't you don't have to be the smartest dude in the room right it's okay mm-hmm. to be Hey, you're not the smartest. You got sense, but to learn from other people and to take yeah. from other people,
0: and that's the thing you have to uh, you have to constantly be learning. Right. People don't understand that too, and constantly getting better. That's why exactly. I love when I hear people be like, "Oh, Slim done changed, man. Like, trust me, he, you ain't gonna like him. He ain't the same yeah. Slim." And I always tell him, "Like, you right, right? I have <laughs> right. changed. I'm right. going to keep exactly changing too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. So that's that's the biggest thing is is how to the, to maneuver the the friendship or the core of the people you work with right and and just because we we friends on the casual left don't mean we we friends on and vice versa on the business side i I got friends business side that casually it ain't there like we're straight business when we when we hear hanging Mm -hmm. Um, and that's how things should be and that's how things should be right and being able to separate that but some 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 people look bad at you when you don't when you don't bring the casual or business friends and, and mesh them right and I, I think, think it's kind of weird when
0: when when people try to try to bring the two together off, off the start anyway. Yeah, it's always awkward yeah. It's like, <laughs> it is. let's do some business together. You know, see that's right, and you know, find out if if if, if we're you know if we have common interests. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Let's exactly. find Cause, that out first. Because you
1: can and, and you you can contest to it. You can meet a lot of people that's great relationship wise business, but. When you go to your casual and you just hanging out, y'all don't got nothing in, nothing common. in like, common. You don't like anything. You come
0: else. to find out they, they actually like doing drugs. Right. You don't do drugs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They like they like uh staying at the lake on the boat all day right. and you're like, you know what, I actually don't like water.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I, I think that, that happens a lot. So being able to to navigate that land. But entrepreneurship is 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 all of that you get you get a taste out um of
0: that. how you feel about going into business with your friends
1: oh that's a that's a that's a shaky one now um go, so I'm, I'm i'm not against going i think if you if you have a friend who's who's willing to to communicate i think that's the biggest thing right mm-hmm. as especially with us fellas i don't know about women but we we have a hard time disagreeing with our friend like if we come up with this idea or if our friend come up with an idea, sometimes we have a hard time being like, mm, that ain't gone. Yeah. I can't shake, we usually like, yo, I'ma support my dude, I'ma help him get to whatever he gotta get to. Um, so, one finding that, and then being able to split it to the business side is, hey, we boys, but we still gonna conduct this, we gonna handle contracts like like we businessmen, like I just met you.
0: That kinda and, turns people off sometimes. And that though. turns
1: people off like, dang, you don't trust me, right? Like, we been boys and now you got we gotta do contracts and make mm-hmm. sure to split right and all that. Yeah, like we do, cause at, Lord forbid, but if, if if it do go south,
0: yeah, the handshake agreement ain't. Yeah, that ain't that ain't, ain't, ain't hit no more. <laughs> yeah, that ain't what it is. I said on my last podcast, you know, um, you'll 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 have somebody ask you something like, "Hey man, you know, I want to take you on tour with me," or you know, "I want to take you out of town to to do this job." Whenever someone tells you, yeah, and you know, I'm gonna take care of you. Yeah, when they hit you with that. It's gonna go back. Yeah, every time <laughs> pull the contract Guaranteed. out. <laughs> tell them your per diem. Right. Don't right. let them tell you exactly. your per diem. Exactly. You tell them.
1: Exactly. So and then uh, getting that confidence, right? Of of once you now we we got this contract and being able to negotiate. And if if me as a friend, if I'm putting in more or if I'm doing whatever and I feel like I should deserve more or percentage or however you break it down, if, if we able to come to that agreement, that that person has to be able to, to have that self-reflection. And I, I mean, actually
0: struggle with that balance though, because it's like you know how people say, um, "Know your worth," yeah. and you know, like, have your price and stick to your price. It's sometimes I really want to do some work for a lower price, just for like I feel like the business I'll I'll get out of it will will level up. But lately, I've been in my feelings, and I've been like, you know what? If someone don't want to give me this price, I'm not doing
1: it. Right, and 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 nothing's wrong with that, right? Because because how how I see it is that when they came to you. They came to you because they saw value yeah right? at the end of the day i came to you because i saw value and if i if i name this price and and you, you see the value in me you're going to pay this price um, yeah and being able to understand one understand when we i think a lot of times we come up with prices and when somebody comes up with a price and i ask them where'd you get it from you don't have to ask you like i just that sounds like what I want or I did this math and I know if I do this ten times I'm gonna make X amount of dollars. Like being able to, to get market them understand, okay, I'm in photography. I know these ten people in the area do photography or these whatever and this is what they charge. Where what, what, what should I fit in within this yeah, price yeah, yeah. range? Um, being able to do that and then when when you do that and you come up with your price and you feel this is what you're worth you got to stick to it because the, the biggest thing people do and, and why I often tell people if, if that's your price that's your price as soon as you lower it you know when, when I'm we gonna do the deal but I'm gonna tell everybody else yo yeah. I know he say X but you if you get if you talk to him he gonna he gonna bring it down to this, right so being able to, to stand firm on your price and because if they went a lot of times what what happens is, when they if they went somewhere else, that man it was it was set up nice or it was whatever they would have paid twice as much as you would have paid here, yeah. right? Or if it, if I was a different color skin, you you would have had no problem paying that, right? And what hates me the most is That's sometimes the biggest it's issue us, too. it's us, right? We'll go we'll go to another a black uh, uh, entrepreneur and we want a deal or we want. We feel like it should be priced this. Mm-hmm. And we take that same thing and go to a, a counterpart, and they say it priced us way higher.
0: Hashtag high. support black business. Right,
1: right. It's hashtag support black business, definitely. We'll, we'll, I'm going to be we'll honest. I'm, I'm going
0: to whoever does the best business. Exactly. And I think that Call me, call I, me I think whatever that's what you want.
1: I think that's what it should be. If you, if you got the best product and provide the best services, I'm going. I don't care. Yeah. If you own it, I don't care who own it, I'm showing up. And that's where It,
0: it, it could be Tyrone Ty or it could be Tanner. Right, I'm going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if you got a problem with it, then get you need to get yours to that level, yeah. right? It's, it's, and
0: I'm always willing to give some uh, co- some um, constructive criticism. I right. tell you, like, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I went over here because of this, and I want the same thing in return. Right. I want you to tell me why you went to Walmart instead of coming to me. Exactly. I really want to know.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and and that's that's as it should be. People. I think the the whole idea of participation trophies have carried over into everything, right? I want you just to come to me. Don't cause you I'm hate consolation that, right? prizes? Because <laughs> you participated, and you in this business, and you be friends Bruh, I'm funniest just show up. thing,
0: funniest thing that happened when I was young. Um, I was playing sports, and you know we had a little awards banquet, and um, I got all the trophies except for like one.
1: Yeah,
0: I threw a temper tantrum. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I can't believe y'all did this. And my mom was so embarrassed, and yeah. she was like, they gave it to the boy because, you know, he never scores and nothing like that. I was like, I don't
1: care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: But it's like, I don't know. I still, it's funny, like, most of the things my mom told me when I was young, I look back now, and I'd be like, she was right. That's not one of them. Yeah, that is, hey, I do yeah. not like constellation prizes. Ain't no
1: constellation prizes. Ain't, not even second place. Right, because after that, when, you ain't no second place mm-hmm. in the real world, so,
0: Maybe, maybe talking, in the
1: Olympics. Maybe in the Olympics, right? You'll get you, you get your, your medal. Even though if they stripped away silver and bronze, I'll be okay. I went to Perfectly fine. Yeah. It's either you the best. Or, I was on top first and last. It ain't no Ricky Bobby. right? Ricky Bobby. That's all I got for <laughs> if you. <laughs> if you're in first, you're last. And so I think that that mindset has gone. Um, and that competitive, it took away a lot of competitive nature, whether it's in any realm of the world. Like that's why
0: I – I know you know because you was involved in sports, like most of the time the moms never go to the games because yeah. it's like they're there and they're like, it's okay, you came in second in the tournament. Pick right. your head up. And the dad's looking like, he's not happy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to be second. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. They, get in, they end up getting into an argument like, no, you need to stop being so hard on him and just, you know, give him props even when he loses. Right. And the dad's like, no, that's not how life exactly. works. Exactly, exactly. And that's why I get what you're saying. That is how life works now to people. Like, right. They feel like, ah, it's just, it's this weird bubble like uh how uh I don't know if this kind of like connects but for me it does it's like now everyone wants to be politically correct yeah. and it's always like well this is the right thing to do it'll be something simple like i'll see a post about a dad saying hey i'm not raising my son to be gay i'm raising him to be a man and that'll have a million hits it'll be all kind of people like oh you're homophobic and all this and all that it's like what did he say that was homophobic right, right, like right. why do you have to be so politically correct nowadays
1: because right. because if you're not you're getting Kind yeah, of and it's like He'll
0: say something simple Like, I'm not raising my son to be gay I'm raising my son to be a man and they're like, oh, you're an asshole Because what if he was gay right. You would do this and you would do that It's like, he didn't say any of that Right, right, right <laughs> I, And
1: I, I, I stroll it there It came from the from the, the whole the whole participation trophy idea We don't want to hurt no feelings Like, if yeah. you say anything that could sway my feelings To get even close to remotely hurt It's a problem And we can't hurt no feelings mm-hmm. um, And t- If it's it's correct and it hurts your feelings...
0: Everybody wants it to be a perfect world. Right, like it ain't... Don't get me wrong. I
1: want the world to be perfect too. (laughs) Right.
0: But realistically, like, I know things aren't going to be
1: perfect. Exactly. And at some point in life, your feelings are going to be hurt.
0: And you, um... Everybody can't win. And I don't think people understand that, like... Uh, On this podcast, everybody knows I be part about socialism. I know I probably talk about it every episode. (laughs) I can't help it, dog, because I didn't know so many people had all these socialistic ideals, bro. I had no idea. And like, I started noticing it when when I started going to college, Georgia Southern, exactly. When I started going there, I was like, hmm, every last one of my teachers are super liberals. Yeah. Like, super. Yeah. I was like, this is weird. Yeah. It's like, hmm, half my teachers are gay the the other half you know are just like i love everyone and it's like, where's that strong Republican? You know what I'm <laughs> <Right>. saying?
1: <laughs> that counterbalance yeah. or something.
0: Or matter of fact, even even better than that, where's where is that like that that real strong black Democrat? Right, like right. it seems like all of them are just the same and believe the same things. And you know what that produces? That produces students that mm-hmm. believe in what they believe yep. in. Cause for some reason kids kids start uh respecting their professors more than they respect their parents after yeah, a while. Yep. That gets weird too. Yeah,
1: it does, it does, it does. I think it's because for them for them four years you see them you talk to them more than you interact with your parents for most of the people that's true oh for because
0: especially people. like you go through that weird phase where you're going from a kid to an adult exactly so it's exactly. like that's who was in your life when it was the most pivotal exactly yeah. so I think
1: that's how that's how that starts happening but no, i think it's 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 everybody can't win what even if you if even if you took everybody and stuck us on an even level playing field we all gonna try to find a way to get the upper hand like it's, it's it's natural to, to yeah. try to somehow get to the next level or progress and right that's and, my, and that's the same thing that makes us or america what we are right we we always trying to free progress. enterprise right we trying to progress everybody The in example is i always use bro
0: is like so how would you truly feel if you if you went to work one day and you worked at a cornfield and you seen beyonce singing notes off the you know just screaming notes picking corn right Right. you'll be like, that girl I work with, she can really blow. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, she can really blow. Or right, you go to, uh, you go, you still play ball?
1: Play basketball? Yeah, pickup. Yeah, well, no, I, I oh had this yeah, Achilles yeah. joint. So. Oh, okay,
0: okay. Well, let's say you was going to a pickup yeah. game and you just walked in the gym and there go LeBron on the other end just doing three sixty women right. and you're like, yeah, LeBron being here hooping all the time. Right,
1: right.
0: It's like that's weird, right? Completely. <laughs> yeah, like the levels are so crazy. Yeah. Like my level compared to LeBron level is like if I was a two K player, I'd probably be like a thirty two. Right. <laughs> Right, On 2K, right. this man's like a 99. Right, right. He doesn't deserve he to be nothing, the same gym right? as me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So I don't understand why people think socialism is this thing that's going to make all of us better.
1: Right, right, right. No, I I, I think it's the people who, who who, look at someone ahead of them and – and The fear of competition.
0: The fear of competition. The fear of losing, like we said earlier. Say, I,
1: can't, I can't get him I can't catch up. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Um, instead, of, instead of saying, okay, let me watch what he's doing, how he's getting there, and then I'm going to try to – add some of what i think should be different and try to level up and catch up or pass that bro so
0: what do you tell someone like i have people that come to me all the time with the business ideas i actually talked to a young lady yesterday and um i i I don't know how to tell her what i'm about to ask you right now it's like how do you tell someone like hey you know um you have a good you uh, you have a good plan a good idea your problem is you have a fear of losing like like how do you break that down to someone in a nice way
1: yeah yeah so i i i my style then it could be different. Um and I know I know you mentioned Gary Vee and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm very straightforward to the point. Me too. Um but because <laughs> of the fact because of the fact that in in the entrepreneurial world it's very blunt and straightforward to you like to mm-hmm. us, right like it's it's straightforward oh yeah to you. i don't like, went through it you know what i'm saying like if you ain't producing you check your bank account. that just ain't blunt when it says zero dollars yes. or negative or whatever yes yes, right? yes, yes. Um, so it, it's it's very blunt so being able to, to talk to them and when people come to me with ideas young or old and they come and they bring an idea and, and you see they got an idea and and w- the first sign when i can tell that they they're gonna fail is if if you start questioning or trying to poke holes in this idea and they get discouraged right mm-hmm. or, or or they then they don't have an answer and they never come back to you and address the holes um that's when i'll tell them you know I, I i understand your idea it could it has a lot of potential um but you 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 afraid to to fail and lose um and so and you can't start this until you that that goes away um and then to, to I always try to I'm probably I, the questions I ask. I ask a lot of questions, and when, even if they don't have the answer, I don't get the answer. I just let them walk away. And some people take it as like, "Oh, you're trying to make them feel dumb," and it's not. I'm not. I'm not in any means shooting down your idea or, or trying to make you feel dumb. But I, I want you to really think, really go home and like, "Dang, he stumped me. How? How I'm gonna do this? How I'm gonna get this?" Um, and the ones that really want to gonna come back uh, because it's gonna come a point, and if you really did do your plan that it's going to fail or you're going to run into a road bump and you're going to be like what see I'm gonna do? I,
0: I think that's what it is for us entrepreneurs we uh we're real we're real straightforward and honest a lot of people they aren't looking for that and you know my answer always is well if that's what you need then you need to go talk to your mammy right right, <laughs> right. i ain't got it for right you. right <laughs> Exactly. But I, honestly, I don't know one entrepreneur that, that, that isn't straightforward.
1: Right. You got to be. Because yeah. that's that's the first time you hit the realization that, oh, this world's serious. Like, uh-huh. it's for real. Like, it either you, you get it done or, or you're going to get left behind. Matter of fact, let me backtrack a little
0: bit. I know I've I met an entrepreneur before that uh, <laughs> that that wasn't straightforward. It, it was a guy. He's a, he's a barber.
1: Yeah.
0: And he opened up another shop in... Uh, a town that was mostly mostly white and you know it's a black barbershop and I asked him I like you know what made you uh what made you take that risk what made you do that he was like well you know sometimes you let go you let God I was like okay 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 I let him go with that question I asked him another question he said you know God told me I Asked him another question well you know God don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not banging against his religion or nothing like that. It's just right. that I was asking you straightforward questions, right. and he didn't give, me, <laughs> you didn't not give me not one straightforward answer. <laughs> that and every time I tell people that, like tell people that story, they always tell me like. Uh, uh, you can't judge him because he's a religious person and you're not or something like that. I'm like, look, this topic has nothing to do with religion. Zero. This Zero. isn't a religious topic. Right. Right. <laughs> this is about him being an entrepreneur, me being an entrepreneur, me going through a, a, a rough patch and asking him questions, trying to get some gain from him and him not giving me a straightforward answer. Right,
1: because at some point economics coming in this. At some yeah, point, like, yeah. I, I and, understand you're religious and, yeah. and that's good and great, but... At some point, you had to analyze. Them, and it's lie. funny. Around
0: that same time, I did an interview with an entrepreneur that plays drums at the church. Okay, he's a, he's a producer. He has a studio and stuff. But he also plays drums at the church every Sunday. And I asked him about it. You know, he's real huge on religion. Okay. okay, he told me the same thing that 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 I would think he would say. He was like, "Yeah, you know, man." People have blind faith. Yeah. He was like, people wake up every day and feel like, hey, look, I don't have the money for my rent. I'm going to pray. Yeah. That money's going to come in later. Yeah. He was like, I tell them all the time. That's not how this works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's funny you say that, because I know there's a lot of people that's religious listening that's going to disagree yeah, with you. Yeah. And they were disagreeing in the comments. They right, were disagreeing. Right. But
1: even, even when, you, when you when you had a faith, you, you still got some plan. Like, you still yeah. got some idea of plan. You, you may be like, I don't know if this going to work, and I'm going to let God take, take control of it. uh uh-huh. You still got a plan at the end. That you ain't just out here walking around with no It's, it's also about no the
0: execution, plan. man. Right. You gotta have the execution. Right. Like you can you can have all the faith in the world, but if you're not if you're not if you're not working towards that, you're not gonna get the results. Exactly. It's exactly. just not gonna happen.
1: Exactly. And and being able to stick to stick to that, execute it. And and then I think what allows people to, to continue and progress and expand is is when they when they go down this path to entrepreneurship or a business or whatever the case may be. And they, they you naturally gonna have some shortfalls, right? As you, mm-hmm. it's like steps, right? You are gonna naturally hit these shortfalls, but then when you when you get to that point and you try to go to the next level, that you don't fall over them same them same roadblocks, right? Like if I'm gonna make a mistake, you ain't gonna catch me twice on the same yeah. mistake. Um, and when you catch people like that, and when people when you see people starting to regress, that's when you know, okay, this dude he he learning from his his wins and his losses. Like if he lose, he ain't make the same mistake again. So if you came to, to you or me when we first started doing this whole entrepreneurship thing, and now we could do something, I'd be like, ooh, don't do that. I tried that last time. I did X, Y, Z. This will happen. This was a better way. Or, hey, this was an alternative.
0: What's the What's the worst piece of uh, advice you got from someone that was an entrepreneur? Because I want to share mine also.
1: <laughs> ooh, ooh.
0: I know you probably got some pretty bad ones. <laughs> That's some
1: bad ones. That's some bad ones.
0: I don't, I don't think you got one worse than mine, though.
1: One that I could rank. Oh, I never thought about. It. That's the first time I ever been asked that question. Um,
0: That's one of my favorite questions because of the story I'm gonna tell you.
1: I, I, <laughs> I think I think the 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 biggest one was kind of along the lines of when you talked about kind of this blind faith of you know if you got an idea you don't need a plan you don't need. <sighs> You don't need none of this. Just, just take off and run. And you don't need money. That, just that sounds so if you come up familiar. with a great idea and people want it, it's gonna take care of itself. Um, I, like I could,
0: Charlemagne say, uh, just put the uh, just put the weed in the bag.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah. tell you now, that is not how it goes down. Nah, that was the biggest. That's not it. Yeah, it was the worst thing. I got that that kind of blind faith just. Hey, Man, the worst one I
0: got was when I when I started the first cleaning business with Jam Pro. Everybody gonna know who I'm talking about, so I might as well just said his name. But um the guy that got me into the business, shout out my dog Gunny. I know you remember Gunny, the RTC teacher in high Yeah, school. yeah. Yeah. It was him. Worst worst piece of advice I got. And it's funny, <laughs> Dama was in the car with me. I remember this day like it was yesterday. It was raining. I was in I was in my car that I had just paid off feeling good about life. Um, had just got a, a you know, I had a little bit of money saved up, and I had just took a little loan. I didn't know if I was going to use the loan money or not. Yeah. Ended up not using the loan money in the long term. But let me get back to the story. It was payday. He was paying me and Damo because we was working for him. I had a conversation with him. I was like, yeah, you know, I got my meeting in two weeks with the franchise, with the whoop. I don't know how much I'm going to go in with, blah, blah, Like I think I'm just going to get a little small package, you know, like yeah. 10 grand. Yeah. And he was like, nah, I'm about to tell you what to do. Um, How many credit cards you got? Oh, my God. I was like, I got two. <laughs> Probably all but like 10 grand. He was like, That's it? 10 grand. He was like, unsecured that. Um, go back to the bank, get you about forty thousand more worth for credit cards, go to that me, put credit cards out, swipe all of them, max them all out, get you get you a uh, get you a fifty thousand dollar package. Tell Damo, quit his job, come work for you. Y'all be broke for a year. Uh next year, you're gonna be rolling the dough. He was like just fight through it. Work for me, work your business. Use the money you make for me to pay your bills. Work your business. Next year, rolling the dough. He was like. I was like, so what? Then the second year, that's when I pay the credit cards back. He was like, pay the credit cards back. You ain't hear unsecured debt.
2: <laughs>
0: that's unsecured debt. I was like, so what about what about when I want to get a home and I want to move to like Miami? Like, so I don't know why I keep saying Miami. I, I, I want to go to Tampa. Okay, Tampa. Let's say about when I want to move and I want to go to Tampa, I want to get yeah. me a nice little beach home. I want me a nice little cheap beach home, like you know, like one eighty. How do I go about that? Now now that my credit is is gone and I and go I got shot. fifty thousand dollars in collections. What do I do about that? Um, you wait about ten years and you buy you one cash. <laughs> I was like, you do know, and at the time I think I was twenty five? I was like, I'm only 25. Are uh, you talking to me like I'm oh, like I'm man. like I'm 45? I'm 50. I'm 25 years old. I got a long life to live. Oh, he was so like, nice. yeah. He was like, it's time to take chances. I was like, chances?
1: <laughs> well, he was...
0: Oh, he was <laughs> oh, dead serious.
1: God, that is. That's the hey, worst anytime, one I got. Anytime somebody give you like in a year you're gonna be rolling, like. Stacked.
0: Oh yeah. Anytime
1: you sell me that dream, I know it has to be a set. Uh,
0: I don't even know anyone that that got a business that just immediately start start hitting.
1: It, it, it is not.
0: I mean, don't uh, get me wrong. When I got into the cleaning franchise, I made money after like five six months. Yeah. You know, I actually got a real decent check after like six months. But that first year was still rough. Right. Like right. I was in the red. Right. Those first six months. Right. Right. Actually zero dollars the first six months. Right.
1: Right. And I think because of that I'm I, now. But my, my, my whole mindset before was was that like if you if you wanna go into as an entrepreneur, you gotta go head first, all in, do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um and now what I kinda try to tell people is if if is this something you can start and still do your nine to five? Can you can if, if you're really serious about it, can you do your nine to five and after you get off before you go to work or I'm
0: struggling with that right now. Put too. in
1: that put in that work to get it there. Um and you'll the, the life, your decisions will be much from a much clearer place because you're not making them out of desperation.
0: And and I think it's more so is that the lifestyle you want to live, right? Right. That's that's my number one thing in life right now. Right. The and lifestyle. I, exactly.
1: And I'm not saying I'm not saying you can you can't go to to like at some point walk away from it and say I'm I'm doing my whole thing total, um, but now I try to I try to because at the same time I do understand. You need you got to keep the lights on you got to keep the house bill paid you got to keep all this stuff taken care of so is if, if that is possible uh now i advise people hey if you can do it or you may do something that don't make as much money that's more relaxing to allow you to focus on that more and can you afford it in your day, day living and then go for it um and, and look at it that way but you cannot go into entrepreneurship still chasing a dollar amount that you want to make yearly yeah um because of that thing at that point you chasing a lifestyle and that's why i think entrepreneurship is, is mm-hmm. you trying to chase a lifestyle if, if this is a lifestyle that fits you then boom go for it but if it ain't if you still trying to chase i want to make x amount of dollars by, yearly you're gonna you're gonna struggle because that that you're not gonna necessarily hit that right away
0: and i made i made that mistake early on and that's why i told myself i'll never make that mistake again yeah, yeah. chasing chasing money and oh, uh, I want to be here when I'm this age. I want to be there when I'm that age. That just didn't work for me. So yeah. now I'm just on my young, wild, and freestyle. Right, right. That's why, you see, I came here. I was telling my mom, I was like, I, you ain't saying nothing about my hair. Right. She, she wants to say something, right, right, but she knows where I'm at in life right, 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 right she now. She like, know I'm the just, point. Yeah. like <laughs> right, He
1: grinded. Let me let him, yeah, let me let this him is, ride. This
0: is a message here. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. She likes the
0: message. I don't think she likes the look. Bro. Right, right, right. Because my mom hates long hair. She oh, can't I'm stand saying,
1: it. Hey, she, mom told me to cut this. Cut my facial hair, trimming all the way down the whole nine yards. But nah, it's like it's a it's a lifestyle, man. Once you get into that lifestyle, and and because at first I was the same way. I I wanted to chase. My biggest thing was hey, I'm trying to make six figures by this time.
0: That's always um, our goal,
1: right? Right, and and I, I, I and the Ferrari, right? I want a <laughs> and a Ferrari. That's what we want. We want a Ferrari and uh-huh. six figures. And coming up. i I was i was was blessed and i I got that very early right Mm -hmm. i hit that point very early and then what we fail to think of is like once you hit it like it was like a oh what do i do now like i hit the number that i dreamed of my whole life now what um so and and that's when i really i instantly learned like okay so this wasn't as fulfilling as i thought it was i hit this six-figure number and it still don't I still don't feel like the world is I've achieved all I need like I can go today like that's it like it's still yeah. something else um and I, that's when I got obsessed with the process and the lifestyle level okay what am I really trying to achieve why did I want to hit this number what, what, am, what was my plan to do with it when I got it um and then that's what, that's that's what really pushed me to the entrepreneurship side when I switched and thought differently about the lifestyle that I was trying to go after
0: so um I'm not trying to get deep into your finances but so when you go from working a job where you are where you're making six figures um the first year you're you're in business do you still make uh did you still make six figures or was it like you backtracked
1: Yeah so so when when I The when ultimate
0: I, question is was it hard to like switch
1: that When when I when I switch? so first of I think a lot of people think that I, what what happened is different. So I explained like how this whole thing went for me. So I was doing the the nine to five, working um, engineering. I, I got my master's. I switched to like uh, product management, brand management, stuff like that. Um, and then, as I said before, I try to coach people who don't leave. So when I got the gym, I didn't. I I, I I still worked in the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Still had the money. And to this day, I still. I still oh, now I'm okay. on a, obviously I'm at a I, within the company that I that I work for. I'm at a higher level that it affords me to be flexible. Yeah. I can go work remote. I can go handle do what I got to do. Um and I, and I understand that's a luxury that I, that I was afforded that. People who have ideas do not. Yeah, most people get, can't. Right. Yeah. Like you got to you got to pick. Mm-hmm. Um so I was afforded so in terms of the hit, the hit or that that effect of like this income just dropped i didn't go through that yeah that full effect um, Cause
0: because i think uh, i think that some people's biggest issue is um they don't think they can afford to quit that job or something like that right. and i completely understand because right. it was hard
1: for me right and 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 uh, but I, th- I think it's because you if you, you a lot of times when we think of Andre, when we think of like a lot of people come and think about going into business it's because they just now got tired of working for whoever they working for uh-huh. right but if if you if you if you had that thought and you've been able to now do your finances where hey, I can afford I'm not living I'm not a slave to my job and yeah. I, I tell a lot be like yo you a, you you a slave to your job like if you mental stop slave them, too yeah, let's like, let's
0: make sure we put it in put it right cuz right uh, yeah mental uh, slave on uh, two, two <laughs> podcasts I did before I had uh John Blue he was a running back for Georgia 7 okay he uh he went in talking about how yeah man I um I got to I got to get out of this work man I'm tired of being a slave <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you really think like you going to work every day and getting a paycheck. Right, right, right. He was like, Yeah, yeah. No, he was like, like he yeah. was like they used to they used to put us in chains and now they some some some. I was like, bro, trust me, you are not no slave. Yeah, you
1: far far from a slave. But the the mental side of yeah, it you 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 raised up your expenses so high that you cannot accept a dollar less than what you get paid on the whatever date you get paid. Mm-hmm. Um and and that's that's what the biggest thing I coach is okay, if you wanna do this what's like the lowest you can make and if, if this entrepreneur job that you're gonna do ain't gonna give you that plus more you can't you can't leave so you need to find out how you can get this kind of started while you still hold on to this and start lessening your expenses immediately when you're starting to be an entrepreneur start cutting expenses start cutting expenses cutting expenses cutting exp- and it, it I really, figured that out way yeah, too late too. Yeah, it. yeah, we all do. We all do. <laughs> and, we all do. and then it, you, that's when you start to struggle with the stuff you need and you want, right? Like, dang, but I, I like this car, but do I like? Maybe I, I'll be Man, all right. In a, in a, I'll like, tell you. I'll whatever. tell you
0: straight up. As soon as my money started getting straight, um, first, first, I was getting, I was getting decent checks from from doing business. Went straight and got a Camaro. Yeah.
1: yeah. Then
0: I got my own business. And, you know, money ain't even started coming in yet. I traded in for a newer right. Camaro. <laughs> we
1: instantly started <laughs> Mistakes, bro. Right. I'm exactly. still suffering
0: from those mistakes right now because I still got that stupid car. Right, and it
1: follow you. It follow yeah. you. So that's why I, I try to be like, yo, if, as soon as you come to me and start talking about idea, cut your expenses. If, you just, if you're serious, you need to start cutting expenses right now and start paying whatever you got off. Start cutting whatever you can, even if it's something that's not turning your lights on and opening your blinds for the rest of the day. Yeah. Like, simple stuff, like, start cutting them. Cut um, the
0: cable, get a fire stick. Yeah, like, <laughs> did you really need all
1: them channels? Like, how many yeah. channels you really look at? I
0: had to do that too, and that was such a sad day for me. I don't even watch the TV, yeah. but just being able to, like, be home on Sunday, turn the TV on, and I can watch anything on there, right. felt good, but right. the day I had to turn it off, like, I don't watch these channels, so I'm just gonna turn all the channels yeah, off, and like, I'm gonna keep Sunday ticket. It felt so bad, right. and, and I and guess what? I haven't watched that TV since. Exactly,
1: and then you come <laughs> out, you like, dang! I don't even, I don't even watch it.
0: Now well, I'm struggling with the PlayStation because right. I don't, I don't use the PlayStation, exactly. and I got two of them. I'm like, I should sell the PlayStations and get another camera lens. Yeah,
1: exactly. And So that's when them priorities start switching, and you really start going all in. Then that's when I think it it really takes off. But for me, it was the changing the, the thought process of chasing a dollar amount a year mm-hmm. to, to going after.
0: That's really like this whole podcast we did. That's what I want people to realize. I want them to understand that, um, it's more so of a lifestyle thing. I don't, I don't want people to think that just cause you're an entrepreneur, that means you work less. You actually work more, yes. but it's just a lifestyle. Like, uh, me personally, I don't like doing the same things every day. I don't like waking up, right. going to this factory, um, pushing the same lever over and over again no. leaving going to the local bar trying to stay there as long as I can So because my wife is getting on my nerves right, right. I do not want that lifestyle right. I want to do what I'm doing now I want to be able to get up go travel when I want to I want, I want the money I make to be determined by my work. Right. Not me just going to work. Because let's be honest, most of the people that go to work don't really work. Exactly. They're, they're just going to work just a pass time. As yep. long as you show up to that job and you States. do X amount of work, <laughs> they got you. Right. You don't even have to be on 100%. Exactly. They, they're only expecting you to be at 50. Right. <laughs> and exactly. they're expecting you to call in sick once a month. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're counting on it, banking on it. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Exactly. So
0: I don't want people to think that entrepreneurship is just one of those things where it's like, you know, it's easy too and you get to work when you want to, not. Uh, it might look easy, like, from the outside, yeah, but, yeah. nah, this ain't what you think it yeah, is. Yeah, nah,
1: nah, it's not. It's a, it's a lifestyle and mindset. And even when you, 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 quote, unquote, go on vacation, you still, it's still some work Yeah, you, you still have. working. Yeah, you still working. I might be in a different state, country, whatever, but uh, I'm still working there. But, um, bro, nah, just, it's, it's really that, that lifestyle and understanding the the, the process and, and what you're now chasing. you chasing something totally different than waking up, getting a paycheck, mm-hmm. and doing it again. Um, and being able to have your life. To me, to feel like you got your life in your hands. I, I I wouldn't want it no other way. If I if I don't produce, then yeah, Is I it, fall. If I do, I bro,
0: do. it's the best feeling. I went I actually went to uh Mexico on my birthday. My birthday just passed um last month. I don't forgot the date, <laughs> but last month. <laughs> but uh, every day I woke up like early in the morning, like six o'clock, and you know I went to the bar. I didn't drink at six in the morning. Okay, I'm lying. I was going to say yo. Did. <laughs> Mexico,
2: what you I just about? I just but five o'clock somewhere. I drank
0: a uh I drank a Bloody Mary trying to uh, trying to get right from yeah. the last night. But went to the bar every morning, bloody Mary, had my laptop, chilling. Every morning it was the same guy sitting right next to me with his laptop. Yeah. So, you know, first day I ain't say nothing to him. Second day I was just like, Hey, what's up, man? You know, uh, what kind of work you doing? And he was like, Uh, I'm a uh, realtor or whatever And I like after the conversation me and him had when I went back to the room it it just had me thinking like you know some people actually love what they do. So even when they're on vacation, it doesn't feel like work. Exactly. Because I'm sitting at the bar with my headphones and editing videos.
2: Exactly. I like
0: doing that. So yep. on my vacation, of course, I'm still going to be doing that because I, I like doing that. That's not like work for me. Right. Exactly. And that's the goal right there. The exactly. goal is to live a life that's fulfilling, that you like to do, yep.
1: that, that you enjoy you mm-hmm. doing. At, at no point in your life that you feel like you're working. Yeah. That you, you're doing exactly. So what
0: even if doing. nine to five is what you want to do, that's fine. Because yep. I know a lot of people that got nursing degrees and they love to. The, right. They love right. the work. They love uh, taking care of people. They love making people better. Right.
1: And ain't nothing wrong with that whatsoever. If you do a nine to five and you, that's yeah. what you enjoy and, and that's what satisfies you and, and brings you that that personal happiness. Mm-hmm. Do it, bro. Do it.
0: But for me personally, that nine to five work drives me insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. I agree. It, it, it will get you
1: because it's. It, to me, it's just the point of having The, the your own hands and your own like controlling your destiny and your business
0: is always like your baby right it's like i created this from the start even if it is a franchise you know everybody say franchises aren't your business you're you're just a supervisor yeah
1: yeah
0: Uh, i battle with that i used to feel like that too but at the end of the day it's still your business yeah and um you um you know you started it from from the beginning to now you're watching it grow it's literally your child right so it's, it's it's nothing better than that. No, nah, no. Nah, it's, it's no better, uh, it. better feeling than being able to accomplish something you set out to do.
1: Right, right. Being able to accomplish it, and then, like I said, have something to, to stand on, pass down, something that you – And you, the best piece of advice up.
0: I'll give someone would be um, don't think you're going to uh, work your 9 to 5 and call out once a, once a week. And think you're about to be this super entrepreneur, <laughs> right? Right,
1: that ain't hard work either. Yeah.
0: You're it's in the little not. leagues right now, right, baby. Right. When you get to the big leagues, all, <laughs> all that changes. You're gonna suffer changes. dramatically. Yeah, all people that don't changes. get
1: that. All that changes at some point. At some point, that 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 cut off. Unless you just had this super flexible situation, mm-hmm. is gonna occur um, for for everybody. Um, and and, and my, my my biggest thing is, even if you want to be an entrepreneur or anything. Create revenue streams. Create revenue streams. Find multiple ways to make money. Um, Don't come with this one idea that you think gonna make a million. Come up with five ideas that's gonna make a million each.
0: And don't give up.
1: Right. And don't give up because it's. it's, And don't
0: get discouraged by competition.
1: Yep. Don't get discouraged by competition. Somebody don't 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 expect everybody to believe in your dream Mm -hmm. or your idea. Just if you feel it's a great idea, whether they believe it or not, Um, and it's thought out, then run with it. Um, yeah, if not, I was told somebody else gonna come up with it if you
0: don't. So. And not everybody is gonna see your vision. Like, right. still, still to this day, I got friends that that tell me straight up, like, "Hey, I don't listen to your podcast because it's trash." Yeah. And like, but then I I listen to them and. I don't like care because yeah. it's like, bro. I don't make podcasts for you. Like, right, right. you don't you don't even read books. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Right. This ain't for you, bro. And you don't even know what podcasting is. Right. Like, you you wake up every day and go to World Star and look for the fight compilation. Exactly. That's exactly. what you do every day. Exactly. I know this ain't for you. You 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 don't even have the attention span to sit down and pay attention that long. Right. And I, I th- know th- you th- don't. I think
1: that crushes a lot of people when they when the, when they surrounding all don't buy in and they like, oh, maybe this might not be the best idea. It's
0: hard, anything. it's hard to be self-motivated when everybody around you is trying to bring you down. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's very hard, because I battle with it too. Everybody thinks I'm just this this strong-minded person. Nah, oh, definitely. I battle with things all the time. definitely. But definitely. it's just that my will gets me through it. It's like, okay, I know what I'm doing is right, so it's fine, I was like, then on top of that, when people see you quote-unquote happy, because I hate that word, yeah. and they see you doing something, um, they want to bring you down to their level, cause I truly believe that a man has to have something to live for. Yep. So whenever I talk to people and and, and they're talking me about what I'm doing, I always ask them like, Hey man, you know, don't try to bring me down and say bad things about what I'm doing, cause you don't have your passion. Right. That's your fault. Exactly. You have to have something to live for, exactly. and it has to be something better than family or I got a kid or. Right. Right. I'm not trying to right. say your kid isn't isn't your you know reason to live, but. Come on, it gotta be Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: So you gotta fi- find what you good at, and and find out. Literally, when people come to, okay, I, don't, I can't come up with an idea, but I want to be an entrepreneur. Like, well, okay, well, what you good at? Like, what 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 do you enjoy doing? And now find a way how to, how you can monetize that. Right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. How can I? Monetize? Joe Rogan says that all I, the time. Like, how can I monetize that? Like, how can I make money off doing this? Um, I don't. You we know. gotta come up with this off people think like you gotta come up with this crazy yeah off the wall. like it, it, like like nice. you
0: gotta invent the alien transmitter yeah. device <laughs> like, or,
1: you know, it ain't about that it's, it's finding what you what you like
0: then a lot of people they're good at things and they feel like well this is my passion like let's say it be art just because i'm looking at these paintings in, in on the walls they're like this is my passion i feel like if i monetize that it'll take away from you know the passion I have from it, yeah. I think that's absolutely insane. Ludicrous. Yeah, like you know people tell me that all the time. They're like, "Well, you're a businessman, so that you're only able to look at it from 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 that viewpoint." I'm like, "Nah, like the business has to be in order, right? Right? Like, period. Right. Like,
1: and we all want to be rewarded for doing good. Like, yeah. Start starting from from a, a, a child, like right? Uh-huh. That, kid, that child does something good, they they expect you to clap. Reward yeah. Them somehow I want them. I want Same five dollars for my eggs right. on my pork card. Like, like, everybody <laughs> wants some kind of reward for doing good so. <laughs> Why do you why why would you not find something you good at and you you do it well and not be yeah. like monetized or rewarded for
0: it? Yeah, like nah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna focus on the art and you know, maybe may maybe one day I'll I'll cross that bridge. Yeah. But nah, you're insane. Um it was ludicrous. this it was is ludicrous. your this is this is your art, it actually looks amazing, you should sell it. Exactly. Period. Because if you
1: give it to me, I'm gonna sell it. Yeah. This like is America. This is it. America. We're capitalists. Like exactly. make the money off of it right. while you're can get paid for for your work. That's that's the biggest thing. Get your work for 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 your work that you do. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, bro, I know I done took up two hours of your time, dog. I really oh, appreciate man, you, you know, doing this podcast man. with me, dog. Yeah, you
1: know, we were supposed to do this a while back, but Yeah, <laughs> I know. I shot, the, hey, I shot my. And actually, head to it, man. actually,
0: it went way better than I thought it was going to be. And I knew it was going to be real? good anyway, yeah. but it went way better than I hey, even thought. Always, man. I was <laughs> talking to a fellow podcast on the way here, and I was telling him about it. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to have a good one this week. So, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. man. That's my hey. dog, though, so he knows.
1: <laughs> oh, word, word. Definitely. Yeah. You know, I'm always here for it, man. Anytime, yeah. man. You know I, I got number but support for me,
0: man. Man, I appreciate it, bro. Definitely. But yeah, man, thank y'all for listening, man. Don't forget to go to YouTube and subscribe to the channel. I know this 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 podcast is, isn't going to be on video because I have some technical difficulties. But uh yeah, make sure you subscribe, check out my most recent vlogs. I'm actually filming a vlog right now, man. And um uh just thank y'all for listening, man. Another episode of Sit Down with Slim. We out.
2: Peace.